Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. The back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Search Up Next, Spotify, uh, damn, there's so many places, but live on YouTube.com slash Up Next, where we go live every Wednesday, 10.30 Eastern on YouTube. Yeah, uh, we watch NXT in the Wednesday Night Wars because we're your NXT friends. Friends! Friends, and we do NXT. So I know a lot of people, I think, watch NXT. That's the show they watch second. They delay it. We're the opposite. We do this NXT podcast, and then we go back and watch AEW for our Patreon, is where you can also find us, patreon.com slash up next. We hit 200 subscribers. We did. Patrons. Uh, and now it's fluctuating. We 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 said, wow, we broke our goal, and then it went back to one ninety nine. We were gloating too much, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It's no. crazy. End of the month, and people technically people we've got them bills to pay. They need to make rent. Technically, we've hit two hundred four. Technically, uh, we've technically actually hit two hundred six. I believe. This Amazing. Two hundred six. Yeah. Almost, like two hundred five. Yes, but we're we're not we're still fluctuating. We so, are. Uh, yeah. But thank you, everyone supporting, uh, because we do this Wednesday night NXT show. But on the Patreon, we do so many other shows, so it's been it's been awesome and it's been wild. Uh, we did a show last Saturday for this very feed, the free feed, uh, for Worlds Collide. That was a lot of fun. So I know a lot of people went and listened to that because we had so many like new listeners and old listeners saying that we did a good job. So uh, thank you, everyone who's listening, supporting. Um, so uh, what's going on? Not much, yeah. Um, not really much to say about this. We week. had the Royal Rumble. We did have the Royal Rumble. Yeah, we went live on that hot mic app. Yes. And we had people come in and join us, and we got to watch the Royal Rumble live, and people could uh, like watch it live with us. 
um, we're going to be doing probably more of these things. Yeah, for people some seem events. to really enjoy that. So yeah. uh, download the Hot Mic app for free, and when you subscribe, um, use our code up next, just just like the show UPNXT, yeah. um, and we're hopefully going to be doing some more watch longs uh, next month with like Elimination Chamber and maybe the the, Saudi the show that must not be named. Right, or, of course. All of that. Um, yeah. Hopefully for Takeover Portland as well. If you want to watch with your NXT friends, friends, friends. Uh, but we watched the Royal Rumble, uh, and it was awesome. Uh, we can't. We don't really talk about main roster on mm. this thing. But Edge returning in the Royal Rumble, I lost my mind. One of my favorites of all time. We're we're from we're in Toronto right now. He's build from Toronto, even though he's I'm pretty sure Orangeville. Orangeville, but yeah. you know it's okay. He I've read his book, um, and he talks about being in Toronto a lot, in downtown Toronto. Uh, so I, I lost my mind. I didn't believe it. It was like ghosts. You don't believe it till you see it, in my opinion. I, I mean, the rumors have been circulating for months It's now, wrestling. Never say but never. It's still, but still, yeah. like, how many rumors every, every year are, like, about The Rock, about yeah. Punk, about Austin, about all these people? Crazy. And I'm like, all right, okay, okay. Until I actually see it, exactly. that's when I'll believe it. Exactly. And... Oh, what a moment. Oh, yeah. I've, I've rewatched that clip so many times. Yes, on this day I see clearly. Yeah. Everything has come to light. I've been banging that a lot. Oh, yeah. Morning morning walks to work. Now, I'm going to Tampa. Right. I'm hoping he has uh, Alter Bridge live? live for his entrance. Yeah, he should. That would be sick. They're they're not to get... I think they have a different members, but yeah, they'll work it out. I used it, to love... If it's for Edge, they'll do it. I love they'll that album everyone. because of that song was on it yeah. like I bought the CD because of like metal, Cause metal. Of that song. yeah yeah they had other good songs they used for like different WWE stuff sure uh, and yeah Edge coming back one of the craziest reactions pops I think mm. ever in history in wrestling has to be because no one really it, it, I, think, I think a lot of people think of it the same way it, you, sure you heard rumors and stuff and he denied them but it's a seeing you have to see it to, to believe it. And it, and when you did, you're like, holy shit. And him coming out and him coming out there and his first reaction. Uh, I remember I went to like TLC in uh, sorry, it was a TLC match in Toronto. And Edge comes out as WWE champion in Toronto for like the first time mm. ever. And you could see in the beginning of the match he's crying. Because yeah. he's like, wow, I've worked so hard to be a wrestler and finally coming back to my, my, my hometown crowd as the guy. It's crazy. Watching him come out here at the Royal Rumble, he like takes a second, pauses, he's bawling. Oh, and yeah. then gets back into the character and comes into the ring. Oh, yeah. And look chiseled. So He looked great. I, I think as well with, um, I mean, the thing people will compare it to is uh, the Daniel Bryan return. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, we, we had it with Shawn Michaels all those years ago, but, like, protocols were different then. Like, now you really, really need to be medically cleared right. by a lot of people to go out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Daniel Bryan came back, they... They kind of spoiled it during the day on Twitter. Like they made a Very they weird. made it a public announcement yeah. to get people to tune into SmackDown yeah. to watch him give his speech, and then they like shot the angle at the end there. But this was we've heard rumors, we don't know for sure, and wham, straight into a match. We literally, literally yeah, we're watching the Rumble because we're roommates. We watch all wrestling. Our friend Sam was over as well. We were watching uh, the Royal Rumble because it's the most fun. We did a Rumble game. Yeah, cool. you won some money on Charlotte, I think. Yeah, one hundred. I won bucks. our thing because I drew, uh, drew. I think. Yes, I drew, drew. Um, and then we, you said out loud, you're like, "Huh, this, this is the first time in this men's in the men's Rumble. This is the first lull in the match. Something really needs to happen here." The numbers count down and you think you know me and it's Edge. And we're like, ah! Well, that's, I think, uh, 
I think it was the best booked Rumble for years. I sure. know I know a lot of people were negative about the Brock thing. I was. I really wasn't because um, we've already had a Rumble in the night. We've already had the women's Rumble. Yeah. Uh, you want to make them different. And I think having the first half of that uh, with just Brock, it breezed by. It was still the same time. The Rumble was actually longer than the men's Rumble last year because when I... I did John and Way's, uh, like, Rumble game. Yeah, for a I just looked what the time was for last year, and it was 57 minutes, and I believe this year's was, like, 60 minutes, Crazy. whatever seconds. Yeah. But it felt so quick. And I think if if Brock was just throwing out your, like, uh, fucking Curtis Axels and those sort of guys, whatever, like... Well, it, I didn't like MVP getting tossed out. That was supposed to be a deal. And it should have been a out. deal. I, I agree. I yeah. think a big like surprise return yeah but also it it adds more and more heat and then you have okay it's kofi's time and you had kofi and biggie and ray who've all had the issue with him right and you think they're gonna get him and then they get tossed out right. you have the same spot with keith lee and it keep kept building up your anticipation that so was awesome when he's eventually keith lee he's like oh who's this big boy oh who yeah. the fuck is this boy and he starts to dance oh my and he god. was doing his thing where he's getting cocky and you're like oh my god keith lee's yeah. gonna be the guy who eliminates him oh no he isn't <coughs> oh, so I, I think the more they did the more it gave ricochet who <laughs> dealt no kicks him in the ball he did uh now i think that should be a fucking turn for ricochet no ricochet versus brockett chamber but he he <laughs> should now because his character sucks yeah. He's a real life superhero who can't cut a promo. Right. Um I think he should be co- he should be claiming that. Like he should be going around He did being on like, Twitter today or recently. Great. Yeah. That's what he should be running with. I eliminated Brock Lesnar and be just a real he was cocky saying, shit. He was saying something along those lines like, "Oh, hey, let's not forget that I was the guy who helped cuz I kicked him in the ball." Yeah. <laughs> cuz if he didn't do that, maybe he wouldn't have been eliminated. So maybe that is a story but you go with. I think it gave Drew a lot and as we were saying, it was it was booked perfectly cuz that after number 20, we were like, right, we need something to happen here. And then boom. Boom, Edge came. You had Seth Rollins and his disciples all getting involved. Yeah. Um, and then you needed people like, oh, why is Roman second again? So Because everyone would have booed Drew. If Drew eliminated um, Edge. Edge, everyone would have booed the Edge. Drew, yeah. If you had someone, okay, so who's really hated by everyone? Okay, let's put in a Baron Corbin or a Sheamus. No one's going to buy that they're going to win. Yeah. Really. Whereas you have Roman at the end. People are expecting Roman yep. Fiend. You believe it. I think it was supposed to be Roman who was going to win it and anyways. And they changed it. I think it was going to be Roman and Shayna. Yeah. And they kind of switched it. Switched which it. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, I liked so I, I liked. The I thought it was perfect. <clears throat> I um, thought it was a lot of fun. Rumbles are always the most fun to watch. Uh, yeah. Definitely. And it was cool to have people in a chat room as well. We watched it on that app. But then Monday Night Raw, again, this is, you're never going to hear me talk about main roster, but <laughs> I had to watch Edge. Yeah. come back because he's my guy and that angle with edge and randy orton was just phenomenal like if that doesn't sell you on that oh, match the, ever the acting Edge's the, act i mean at the beginning like edge wasn't acting no like, he was just so genuine and no, emotional yeah. and randy coming out like you saw him like like choking up a bit yeah. watery eyes and all that but after the actual the the switch happened yeah 
his twitching, like the fingers twitching. The camera like, zoomed in on the twitch control. Yeah, and and Randy like milking it for all it's worth, going to do the stomp yeah. on the chair and then changing his oh, mind and doing. They the got chair us to talk. care about Randy Orton again too yeah. somehow. But yeah, uh, great great angle. Yeah, one of my favorites in wrestling in recent history because something maybe it was because you know the whole factor. The crowd is super hot for Edge. The comeback. He cuts this promo explaining the whole comeback, the whole story. Cuts the classic wrestling like believe he in didn't yourself. Quite, though, did he was like, I just figured, oh, maybe I should come back. Uh, so I got another neck surgery. No, he, he made it seem like he's just been like, he, he did say the line of long, like, don't give up. Like, if you if you have a thing you want to do, then you do anything in your path to do it. So, like, that's classic. That's Bret Hart to me. Mm. I hope Bret Hart would always say shit like that. And you'd be like, fuck yeah, I can do anything. Kenny Omega does it too. It's like, believe in yourself. I, I want to know. I mean, I'm sure it, we're going to get a documentary on it or something. 100%. He was just like, yeah, I woke up one morning, felt kind of good, so good got some neck surgery and hello I'm back one day I was hanging out and Rey Mysterio gave me a call and we were talking about his knees and I said huh what's what's the name of your doctor I'm like have you heard of this Daniel Bryan guy it's like oh okay all right yeah uh so I don't know how he's back but he's back now let's see how they follow up on it because I believe it was about a year ago where Batista made a big return. Right. And that angle was great. That first night where it's Ric Flair's birthday and all that, that angle had... Okay, this is... This reminds me of that This is it returning. This... Exactly. This reminds you because it got people really heated. Mm -hmm. And then... Give me what I want! Give me what I want. Then we got that. So... I mean, that's really good. They've set a high bar at the beginning. I think they've got two very capable performers Well, he can sit out. He's injured now. So he can sit out yeah. for a little while and then come back. And I, I just don't know if he's doing the Saudi show. So I don't think so. Nah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love Sorry, that. Vince Monek's a little <clears throat> I love tingly. that. Um, and I know this is an NXT show. And mm. it was interesting to see the soft debut of NXT superstar, NXT legend, Riddick Moss. Oh, yeah. Who showed up in that gear. I was like, dude, that's your debut? You walk out with a name key and everyone's like... Why are you walking out with a name key when no, you haven't debuted yet? And he comes out with Mojo Raleigh, where I'm making fun of uh, Riddick Moss's gear. Mojo Raleigh should not be off, let off scot-free, because what the fuck is Mojo Raleigh <laughs> been wearing lately? Holy shit. Uh, Riddick Moss, NXT legend, who's been in developmental for so long, just shows up looking like a Mark Jindrak from 2004 or something like that. Like, realistically, it's it's a shitty spot to be in, but... I'd take it if I was Riddick Moss. Sure. He's not even making NXT TV and hasn't for yeah. a couple of years now. Like, yeah. I'll get to go on the road and be on Raw and be Mojo's, what is it, offensive lineman or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't right know. Right in time for the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, just interesting. Good uh, for him. Yeah. Good for Riddick. So that's our main where's, roster where's talk. Tito Sabatelli. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's so many jobbers on NXT because we've been watching for so long. There's so many characters that show up and people are like, oh, who are these people? It's like, oh, no, that guy's been hanging out here for a He's while. Been a long, long yeah, time. So, and uh, it's interesting uh, on our Patreon doing the show uh, Was Next, where we're yeah. going back and we're working through 2012. It's, it's interesting watching the people before they found that gimmick that just clicked. Them. Yeah, we so, just watched Seth Rollins win the first ever title, and his gimmick is he likes punk rock music. He's so unorthodox. He's he, so wild. he headbangs. He's so unorthodox. Wow. But then you've got your uh, Mike Dalton's Tyler Breeze or yeah. uh, Jason Jordan, who I know people laugh at because it ended up with the Kurt Angle Sun story. <laughs> but American Alpha, that was when he yeah. really clicked. Clicks. Uh, so it's quite cool. And like, whatever. Riddick Moss, 
to, to you, you guys. Yeah, you, you go, girl. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's the main roster talk that we'll yeah. do. I mean, it's WrestleMania season now, so main roster usually steps it up, in my opinion. Uh, mm. You're going to WrestleMania. You I have am. plans for all all that fun stuff. You're going to um, go to some of the other shows as well? Yeah, I, I, I've i so far got uh, Spring Break booked and uh, Wale Mania. I want to go for... <laughs> I can't believe you're going to Wale Mania. And no, I'm not going I'm to I'm going with Pierce. So. Yeah, Pierce from Chicago, yeah. we, who we've made friends with uh, in Chicago when we went to All In. Um, that's going to be wild. You at Wale Mania. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I can't wait. To I want to go your... to a day show as well. Like, there's like... Right. Uh, what's it called? Accelerate. And um, there's the... Shingo's Joshi show and yeah hey there's that ddt joshi show which i guess we should talk about a little bit about ddt because um ddt and noah kind of made some news today in yeah. the world of pro wrestling because everyone's been kind of thinking about or guessing about i guess rather about nxt japan because mm. there's the nxt uk and it seems like triple h wants to get his paws on the indies he wants to kill the indies as they say he it's wants to global localization global domina- domination yeah. global he's like a bond villain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> global domination and there's rumors that they tried to buy like all these these like stardom or all these other companies and now it seems like japan's like nah you ain't going to do what you did to progress and the uk and all that to us so it seems like Japan's kind of standing their ground. So we were talking, you told me about this earlier because I'd heard about the Dragon Gate talk. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, um, especially our, our friends at the, the BWA, BWE have been shitting on like what WWE have done to the UK the Brit wrestling. scene and yeah. stuff. I, I kind of see it, like I get why a Jim Smallman and Glenn Joseph and that have done that, have sure. gone to WWE you because... Wanna- Pay your groceries, WWE, your uh, sorry, wrestling in the UK has been in such waves. Like, I remember beginning of the 2000s, finding indie events and stuff. Right. And it was popular. And then it all kind of sort of disappeared again. And then 2012, I'd say, it started picking this up. This wave of pro wrestling. Whereas, I would say in Japan, your, your Noah's, your Dragon Gates, your All Japan's, your GBT. New Japan's, have, they've, they've gone up and down in popularity, but they've been there a a lot longer than yes. a progress that's been there eight years. Right. So I, I kind of understand them being like, no, our, our model works, has worked for a long time. Fuck you. Yeah. It's like them standing their ground really, but it's, Whereas, it's, it's hard to say, it's hard to judge people for taking WWE money. Essentially. For sure, like yeah. you want to, you want to be the best in something. It's like, come on, you, it's WWE, but Hey, I if, see if you were offered a lot of money exactly. to be like, Hey, we want to buy the name up next and have you to host this on the network. And we'd probably have to be a bit more kayfabe or whatever. I mean, they kind of they kind of did that with the bump or whatever. Sure, <laughs> like, and we we'd go like, oh, it's not really how we do it, but right. fuck, I take a WWE contract. Right, it's it's tough because it's like, hey, take money and help support your family, help support what you do as a living, yeah. or struggle, be a literally a starving artist is what a lot of these wrestlers and, and promoters and stuff people go through. So I do see it from both yeah. ways. So I find it not fair that people are just instantly, people on Twitter, obviously, people on Twitter sometimes, are just like, basically just making, calling, you know, the, the British pro wrestling scene like cowards and, and you know, wusses and shit. But you've also got to think someone like a, a car noir who've who's been uh wrestling for quite a while and no one was really paying much attention with and then found this car noir gimmick and 
isn't tied up to a WWE, a WWE, an AEW, any of them, would he be flourishing if everyone had the freedom of a Tyler Bate, a Pete sure. Dunne, all of those guys? It's, it's you, it, you don't know. So it's interesting, and I'm interested in seeing what happens with the like Noah and DDT and all these promotions in Japan because that means like they're gonna do more things now. They're gonna take the next step. Uh, last year, Mania weekend, I went to the DDT show, Coming to America. Legit, hands down, one of the most fun I've ever had at a wrestling event. Like, if they were to promote a show in Toronto for whatever reason, or, or I, I've told you, if you're going to Mania, like, it, it's a must-do. Like, it's so good. And now they're going to be working with all these other things. It's kind of is blocking this WWE. What would NXT also, Japan be, though? Also, I would say DDT would be sacrificing exactly what they are because they're such yeah, a different... Sure. You're not going to see lego matches or right. wrestling with dolls or that kind of weird sure. stuff that ddt is known for or, or you're not going to see that on the <clears throat> network on wwe japan are you right it's it's just interesting um because um you, you can find all these wrestling places and companies if you if you're a big wrestling fan you have your streaming services for any indie company like local ones here have things it's just it's just insane that WWE tried to they're trying to do that to Japan again and we're just seeing how hard it is the struggle the hump they're trying I to get the over thing for is the they, UK. they want it to be like signed and ready within 6 months whereas right. maybe they need to start a training school from scratch over there and build up a dojo NXT and maybe dojo. in 5 years they'll have their own talent ready right. for an NXT UK but it's not going to be ready for Tuesday night on the network come July right it's it's wild. I I I just can't see an NXT Japan thing kind of working. But watch, I'll eat my words because there probably will be one day. Yeah, if there's an NXT dojo in Tokyo, let's go train. Let's just go there. We're not like we're not Japanese, but let's just try it out anyways. What to WWE Japan and be like, you've got your first two guys. Yeah, us. We we've put our names in the hat instantly. Yeah. Uh, I volunteer Davy's gimmick to be a deathmatch gimmick, a deathmatch Gaijin Brit gimmick. Yep. And uh, I'll be, uh, I don't know, a Canadian uh, lumberjack type. Love it. Managerial role. Love it. For you, de- your well, I've been watching game. a lot of Nigel McGuinness, so I, I, know what to, <laughs> I know what to go for there. Yeah, uh, we've been watching a lot of old Nigel McGuinness, old Ring of Honor, because on our Patreon, we're doing it. We do this show called Best Match Ever, where we've done best matches. Uh, we did all the best Hell in the Cell matches. We did a best TLC match where we watched literally all the TLC matches and picked out and reviewed and chatted which is the best. And of why them. it's Jerry Lawler versus The Miz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, And we have so many more to come. But uh, this week we're doing a – and this one's kind of vague and we're going to get like different – we're going to get a lot of comments on mm. it because this one is the best – of Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm going to put my hands up right now. I have not seen every Ring of Honor match. <laughs> really? Ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shocking. Um, so how can you tell? No. So we've been watching. Uh, we've been taking people's recommendations. Mm-hmm. We've been going through lists that we find online. We've been going through people's ratings. We've been using the Grapple app. We've been using Cage Match. Ra- anyone's ratings. All the sorts of things. And we've we've narrowed it down to a series of Ring of Honor matches that we're going to do. Me and you watched Nigel McGuinness and Austin Aries today just before watching some nxt because we don't watch enough wrestling mm. and that match is crazy and nigel mcginnis bleeds like a whole oh, lot yeah. uh so <laughs> so yeah so we've been watching so much of that um which has been crazy but it's also a, kind of a ring of honor double shot because we do a show called up yours where so you're the world champion tiers on our patreon get to choose something and it was i think it's andrew who, yes andrew who, andrew who's from cape Breton. wow crazy uh not cape cod no 
he chose Ring of Honor, a pay-per-view from 2007, I believe, mm-hmm. called Man Up, which uh, is main evented by the Briscoes versus Steen and Generico in a fucking ladder war. Yeah, so, I, I can't wait. I'm, I think I've seen this before, yeah. but I can't wait to revisit it. Um, so, yeah, but it is the end of the month, so if that sounds like you like it, uh, I'd hold off because uh, Patreon charges you the beginning of every month. So if you sign up now, it would sign it would charge you again in a day's time. Right. Um, so sign up uh, on February first. We got loads coming out. Okay. Uh, next month. Because I'm going to tell you right now, if you sign up on February first, in February we're doing a best match ever. February Valentine's Day, we're doing a best match ever. Bret Hart. So we're going to go and watch all the Bret Hart matches, all of them. Every single one. No, uh, we're going to watch the top Bret Hart sorry, matches. <laughs> I thought you were doing the best of Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, yeah, we should have. Uh, <laughs> Did they have a match? They must have had Yeah, a match. they must have. Okay. we got to watch we're it. We're just analyzing Bret Hart versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. I Everyone. Have, <laughs> I have a few Bret Hart ones that are in my mind yeah. that I think I'm already going to choose. Because usually we argue which one we like yeah. best. We did a best of the Rumble best non-rumble matches and we had different choices mm. which is cool which is great we diff- differed a lot yeah time. we yeah. differed a lot so um so bret hart celebrating valentine's and you know i i foresee us doing an edge one down the line just because the dude yes. just came back so uh and and so many other shows so what was next we're gonna do another bond review more episodes of up yours where you get to pick our world champions what we're gonna review and a uh, load of exciting shows next month and of course every thursday we do the AEW dynamite review as well in the up next row where we talk about both nxt and AEW dynamite and usually talk about our hangovers from the wednesday yes. night prior uh, so, enough of all that. I'm trying to sell you on oh, patreon.com yeah. slash up next. Let's go into what we're actually here to talk about because we're here to talk about NXT. So, let's do that. Let's talk about NXT from January 29th, 2020. We get a recap of Worlds Collide. The crazy, the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy meet the Avengers. That seems so long ago now. Wrestling's crazy. Because I watched Raw and the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. There's yeah. so much fucking wrestling going mm. on. Holy. Um, and it feels like we were watching wrestling on a boat like a month ago. And when, oh, I swear yeah. it was last week. That was, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, just wild. Uh, so there's a recap of that and there's a recap of um, the Dusty Classic because mm. it culminates tonight. And there's a, a shot here of Dusty Rhodes saying... Uh, he loves tag team wrestling, and tag team wrestling can be the future of the business. And opportunity knocks, baby. So we also uh, we we then cut to the commentary team here with Mauro Ronaldo, who was not there on Worlds Collide. Uh, he was calling something else, he was but calling the boxing, I believe. But it was amazing because Tom Phillips stepped in, and now Tom Phillips is back on Raw, which is funny. So amazing, go Tom Phillips because he's super underrated. He did, he did a fantastic night, job. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Holy. Uh, yeah, he said uh, that he should get a sponsorship from Halls and all these cough drop <laughs> things because he lost his voice. Um, what's his name? Corey went through a phase of just being yeah. on everything. And Couldn't Tom imagine. Phillips dropped for a couple of months. And they're like, <laughs> right, we want you in everything now. <laughs> you went from zero to 100, yeah. Tom Phillips. And there's Mauro Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, the guy we were talking about er- earlier, and Beth Phoenix. And Mauro instantly like throws to Beth saying, like, hey um, – Thank you for actually showing up here tonight, Beth, because we we're, we want to talk about celebration, but celebration has turned to tragedy. And Beth set, like jumps in and Beth is like, yeah, you know, this whole weekend's been a whirlwind. Myself and my husband jo- jumping in the respective Royal Rumbles, d- kind of returning there. And then Monday night, Randy Orton doing this like heinous thing. 
Uh, I've been by my, my husband's side, but Adam told me that I go to work and I, I'm going to work and I'm here tonight. So I love this. I think this is great. They're like keeping the cave. They're keeping the storyline. I tell you what's also could be awesome is Randy terrorizing Beth. On oh Wednesday. my God, no! Because it that like think back to the real sadistic Randy Orton kicking people in the head, Randy. But that's the kind of thing he'd do. <sighs> that's like you mean. know where his wife is every Wednesday night. It's um, true. I. I'm bl- I'm pleased they brought it up. I was wondering whether they just ignore it or not have Beth on or yeah. something this week. And to have it the very first thing on the show, bringing it up. Um, NXT's in the same universe now. Yeah. And it's canon. A year ago, Beth would have just been, Hey! Hey, NXT! Hottest part of the ring! And, like, not <laughs> not d- said anything. Yeah. Um, even when, like, Renee and... The Renee and Dean Ambrose stuff was weird because they ignored it for a while and then started bringing it and in. way too hard but i'm like this is fine said right at the top and, and she I said adam brought, she said adam yeah and then i think later on brought up up that she was against uh, like faced off against bianca belair and her um, head was split open oh, holy yeah. her hair was a different color on the royal on sunday holy she's blonde but like it was leaking oh yeah Remember, she was busted up. I thought this was a cool start to the show. It keeps you in the world of that angle, that hot angle with Edge and Orton. So I can't believe they got me invested in What year is it? Yeah. Edge and Orton. And it an 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 <laughs> I remember Edge and Orton having, like, an amazing match at, like, Vengeance 2004. It's fucking, like, so many years have passed. That's insane that they're still they're still dancing yeah. together. That's wild. Uh, I can't, they, care, they made us care about Orton. What are they? There's snakes. Uh, they then throw to a clip that happened last night outside the WWE Performance Center. Now, this is not the full sale parking lot. No. It's the Performance Center parking lot. It, it was quite clear because the, they're working on their attacks here. Because if this was full sale, Trent would be out of action for months. Trent 7 was attacked last night by... He's being interviewed while getting in his car... And while he's there, he's talking, he's being all cheeky, and Finn Balor runs up behind him and holds the car door against his throat and says, yeah, you, you and your, your, your mates, Tyler, Tyler Bate needs to stay out of my business. But if you want to get in my business, Wednesday nights is where you can find me. Ah, and like leaves Trent like, ah, choking on the car door. Very dangerous. I can imagine these two being boys and as soon as they go cut, they're like, oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Beer? So, what I like this. I, I like this side of Finn Balor and, yeah, we don't see much of door choking, do we? Cars are dangerous. Cars choking. are dangerous. Like, if you were to stomp on that door. to Mia Yim. <laughs> yeah, Mia Yim was the one who hurt people. Uh, it's just interesting that no parking lot in florida is safe no i watched like a documentary i think it's called like florida man or something like that and it shows that like parking lots in florida are usually full of very strange suspects oh yeah so uh it proves that not only is the full sale parking lot the most dangerous still is it's the most dangerous kenta actually tweeted retweeted this attack and said it's like I, I've been telling you, bitches, about this. I like lot. his Twitter game. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. So even Kenta is watching the the parking lots. So parking wrestlers beware, full sale or PC. If you're in your car, like have a buddy watch system. Always watch over your shoulder because you don't but know. You can't even trust your buddies. It's true. In wrestling, can you? Can't. You? No. No. Such a shame. Well, this leads to the match, the first match of the evening. It is Finn Balor versus Trent Seven. So this all started because of. 
Finn Balor attacking Johnny after Worlds Collide, and then Tyler Bate and Trent Seven separated them. And so, it, if you ask me, it's kind of leading to Tyler Bate, Finn Balor, maybe even next week. Yeah, because I, I said to you earlier, I think this will be next week, and you're like, really? They're giving that away yeah. for free? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if they see Tyler as, as high as we do. Sure. And if you're looking for someone to, like, just to heat up before Gargano, I think Tyler Bate's pretty big. You, I mean, you can always have the Gargano interference if if you don't want bait to lose sure i don't know because i would like to see that match yeah but i i wanted to see this match finn balor I mean, trent's trent always expendable we know that <laughs> poor trent poor trent in fact finn balor comes out he's looking all cool he's the rock and roller he's got a lot of abs and trent seven comes out and trent doesn't <laughs> this is something i always say you can feel free people listening you feel free to say this uh you see finn balor coming out with a six-pack mm. but what would you rather have a six-pack or a keg. Or a keg yeah. Come on. So Trent Seven comes out with eight packs, or two kegs. Yeah. No, it's a it's a solid. Oh, it's, one a, keg. it's a keg. It's a it's a solid keg. Uh, Trent Seven walking into the ring is attacked during his entrance by Finn. This Finn just doesn't give a shit. He's the honey badger and he's attacking. Uh, he attacks him um, as he's beating up. He again says uh, he, he's like, "Yeah, you stay out of my fucking business." <laughs> <laughs> And he's beating him down. Get out of my fucking business. Uh, so Finn just beats him up. He's stomping him and just, just, and then they get separated by the ref. And then Trent finally gets to his feet and Trent's like, all right, all right, I'm going to take my, my thing off. I'm going to get, and Trent then turns around again. His back is turned to Finn and Finn's like, well, fuck you then. And then attacks him again. Trent looked like such a div here. Yeah. Like, we. You just, uh, he must really love that towel. He's really making he's like, sure. Oh, it's good. I've really got to put it on properly, but I've got to. You just rip it off at that point. Wow. He's already jumped you twice. You get twice attacked. today he's yeah. jumped you. So you're attacked again, and he's getting <laughs> stomped again. But Trent's had enough. He gets up and he hits these crazy chops to Finn, and Trent's chops are underrated. I love Trent's chops. Yeah. In fact, at the end of this match, you see Finn's chest. The fingerprints yeah. are there's there's like marks of Trent's hands in his chest. It's crazy. Uh, so he tries to fight back, um, but then Finn drops him, and then Finn hits kind of like a like a Muda, great Muda, flashy elbow type drop, and then a sling blade. Um, and then again, Trent is like, nah, get the fuck away from me. And then chops Finn in the throat. Yes. Which is crazy. I uh, love it. Th- taking an actual chop to the throat is not, doesn't sound fun at all. Uh, they go to break, but it's P and P. And then we see Finn just putting different types of submission holds and just being a real bully, like yeah. dick style heel to Trent. And when they come back from break, there's a DDT from Trent Seven, the classic fake out DDT, but only a two count. He then gets a little bit of off where he goes on fire with a snap dragon and then the is it the I, it's the rainmaker but it's the seven stars lariat seven star lariat yeah. and I've watched him in uh, FCW and he's won with this before but Finn Balor ICW, ICW. Yeah. what did I say FCW? FCW yeah I meant ICW sorry the Scottish guys yeah not Florida <laughs> yeah 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 definitely not yeah uh, so uh, the seven stars lariat from Trent but it's only a two count Trent tries to gain more offense but then Finn somehow hits the the John Woo dropkick, the shotgun dropkick, and Trent Seven goes flying. And his head, like, just... He goes... He gets hit so hard, he goes under the bottom turnbuckle, and then his head hits the bottom of it. And that's how he gets yeah. hurt. 
holy shit, this looked crazy. Uh, this, this like, knocks him out. He's already out, but Finn goes to the top, hits a coup de gras, and just crushes him. Like, gets so much air and so, so much force. Finn does the stomp better than anyone, I, I think. I Every time I see him do it, and he's been doing this for years. He now, looks better now, mentioned. though. I think because he's... He used to kind of float more because yeah. he was the baby face. He'd do it kind of nice. angelically. Uh, the whereas, you mean demonly. Whereas, well, now it's more like a demon. It's yeah. just vicious. He's it, killing you. And you watch it and you go, how How does that not hurt at all? Yeah. How do you take this move? Like, you flex and, and, and do all that, but you land you flex, on the arms. You see some guys put their arms up. And Double like, stomp. I don't want... I don't want someone jumping on my arm. That looks like it hurts. That looks like you could break it. I always thought Loki did the best one, or whatever okay. you call him, Senshi. He had a million different names. And he always did it awesome, because he would kill people. But I think now, watching Finn do it in, in 2020 here, he's oh, this, looks, this looks so killer. Yeah. yeah, And they've done it to each other many times, but this looked, uh, this looked awesome. But that wasn't done there. The coup de gras, instead of going for the cover, heel Finn picks up Trent Seven, and hits the 1916 and just drills him. Trent Seven sells it like he dies, and Finn Balor pins him. So he's been doing this a lot where we all know Coup de Gras is his His finish, and he's been picking him up and to add insult to injury. They're building this up for Gargano to then counter the 1916. The Coup de Gras is going to land. That could be the end. Right. He's going to pick up. He's going to slip out of it. And Gargano get it, escape. Get him into the Gargano escape. I'm excited for this match. I'm calling it now. Yeah. Great spot. Uh, this was a lot of fun. It needed to do what it needed to do. It did what it needed to do, rather. Uh, I, th- I thought awesome. Trent was actually a really good opponent for Finn to show, to f- for Finn to show off more his vicious side. Um, because Trent is very much your, your heavy hitter, your chops, your lariats. Old school. Um, and Trent is also a, a bigger guy that can can take this kind of abuse as well so i thought it was great to to heat up finn and get to finn to look way more dangerous i missed it though normally for the last few weeks nigel every time trent's been out he's compared him to jeff hurst who's jeff who, hurst you won't know who he is but he is the um hat trick he scored the hat trick when england won the world cup against uh germany okay. in 1966 right and Sorry, I don't know that. I have no idea why he's comparing him to that oh, guy. Weird. He's like, oh, he just reminds me of Jeff Hurst. Why? He looks Maybe, nothing he like, look like him. him? Oh, he no. looks like him? Oh. No! Oh. It's weird. That is weird. And, like, listening to the like the BWE boys as well, they're like, I, I, I don't know what he's because on. Because he keeps, pre- he keeps coming back. Mate, he, he, and he's old, but he rugged. But he loses. But he eventually... Keep, if, he, if he came back and won three matches in a night, he's all gonna, right. Yeah, he's gonna... He's going to do Maybe. It. Yeah, Trent is going to do it. He sees it in him. I guess. Uh, this was fun. It was cool. Uh, they've ob- they obviously kind of know each other in some regards here because they've worked so many similar shows in the indies beforehand. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it was fun. It was cool. And it did the job. It makes Finn Balor, like you said, look more vicious. He comes off like a different character in this NXT. Oh, and he's, and he's, he's come into it because in the main roster, he was not doing it very well. And now he's, he's proving that, hey, I can fucking do this shit. And I'm stoked for Gargano Finn. And they got there. They got me. I think it. I think it's such a good uh, pairing for Balor because I've said I he has not had a blow away match for me. Right. Si- since joining the company, I'm I'm including NXT there. Sure. Uh, he's not had a blow away match. A for classic. Me. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's not had any that I'd got. I've enjoyed his matches. Me I've too. seen a bunch of them. I've, I've loved getting into his demon entrances and stuff. So you're saying that's changing at Takeover th- Portland? Like if it doesn't, 
if Johnny Gargano can't get that classic out of you, I don't know who in that company Fair. can. Facts. And yeah. I'm loving the character. I'm loving this new aggressive side. And yeah, I I think this could be fantastic. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, th- take my money. It's our, It's been sold to me since he hit. He attacked Gargano. Yeah, because you're right. Gargano doesn't uh, miss. No. If you come at the fin- if you come at the prince, you best not miss. But Gargano, I mean, he may he may miss and lose the match. But the match is going to be crazy. Oh, Gargano will lose. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it. Calling Johnny, it now, Johnny Gargano. No, calling it now, Johnny winning. Come on, fuck you. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I noted. I noted that the fingerprints on Finn's chest oh, was yeah. crazy. He had like, like scratches one side and Holy. just a paw print on the other. Just, crazy, just insane. Um, backstage, we have Kathy Kelly with one of the teams that's in the main event tonight for the Dusty Classic. It is Kathy with the Broser weights, Matt Riddle, and Pete Dunn. And uh, Matt Riddle says, "We're going to win tonight." Can't you see the love and care in my best friend Pete Dunn's face and eyes? And it cuts to him, and Pete Dunn just has all the love and care. I love this. We attempted the the pose on our. We YouTube. always take a thumbnail for our YouTube. Yeah, uh, we edit it later, but yeah. we always do a silly pose. So we attempted the uh, the Ben Solo challenge. Yeah, the like shrug. Uh, guess who was Riddle and who was <laughs> Dunn? <laughs> it's because you're British, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Pete Dunn rather says, I've been to the finals and tonight is my chance to redeem myself. And if I have to snap everyone's fingers, then so be it. And then Pete Dunn is like, uh, then Matt Riddle goes, see, this guy's the life of the party, <laughs> uh, which is my favorite planet. Well, he's also song. like, oh, a bit extreme, but I, I get where you're going <laughs> this out is, there. This is very realistic because before they're doing the comedy thing with the, like, I want to be blunt. And he's like, ah, but here he's like, literally like, okay. Then Kathy goes, and Pete, what do you have to say? And Pete goes, I'm going to break their fingers if I have to. I'm going to snap them and it's going to be serious. And then it cuts back to really, he's like, all right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, Pete, just always the life of the party. Jeez. Okay. Uh, that's excessive. I'd love one of these days, like a Kathy Kelly or a Charlie Caruso or whoever's doing these interviews. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to fuck them up. I'm going to break their fingers. They just go, hey. <laughs> Who hurt you? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Calm down. It's okay. Wow. It's just a tag team dusty classic just a little, little trophy yeah it's, i mean it's got it's not little anymore it's giant well bobby fish just had his <laughs> different ones his different ones every week didn't he? uh we have a recap of dakota kai and tegan knox because they will be fighting later tonight in the grudge match but then we see this like vignette a mysterious vignette it's all these rings of smoke with different numbers and stuff, but then three numbers appear in three separate rings for a mysterious vignette, and the numbers in these smoke rings are 2, 5, and 20. Now, next week, the date would be 2, 5, 20. So, if you ask me, someone mysterious is coming next week to NXT. Say, saying we might have an experience i'm saying next week on nxt yeah i mean yeah it, you won't believe who it is in your wildest dreams mm. essentially yeah i think it's the velveteen dream return yeah it had his like the ones that were lit with the numbers in lit uh, lit af mate um the ones that were lit were the the three in the shape of the glasses yeah and, and his, yeah his shirt design and all that so uh cool but where's he Where's he fitting in? He's got to fight Roddy. Roddy at... I don't know, but he's got to fight Roddy. 
He's pissed right in. How how full is the card? The card's full now, isn't it? Probably, yeah. Or is there space for one more? We got the main event. We got the tag team match. We got the North American match. We got the The women's women's match. And there's room for one more. So we could have Roderick Strong versus... Velveteen Dream and just a grudge type match. Yeah, we normally like have that. one non-title. Yeah, so. that would be cool. cool. I mean, if this is the Velveteen Dream. I think it is. Yeah, I, think that I, it is. I agree. And that was never a takeover match before, was it? That was on TV. No. And they don't necessarily need the title. It just kind of, you, and, you took me out. And that's, you don't need weeks and weeks to build that. It's already pre-built. Yeah. You just, yeah, pull the plug, pull the trigger next He'll week. just remind Roddy, to get Roddy mad at him again. He'll just remind, hey, Roddy, remember when I told everyone you had a shitty little dick? Yeah. And then he'll be like, oh, I want to fight you. And he's got to prove no, he's himself. he's got a shitty little dick with no title. No title. Yeah. So he's got to prove himself to the era, yeah. to the boys. For the boys. Uh, our next match is a women's match. It is Shotzi Blackheart versus Diana Perrazzo. Diano? Diano. Diana. 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 Diana Perrazzo. Diana. 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 Yes. Diana Perrazzo. But get this. Shotzi Blackheart drives to the ring in a fucking tank. Yeah. She's in a tank. She's in a miniature tank. A I miniature mean, tank. <laughs> imagine, like, those little toys you can buy for, like, what rich kid? If you ever had a neighbor who was, like, rich in the suburbs and they had, like, these, like, miniature cars that, like, you would drive. Yeah. Like, literally that drives, like, like, little that. cars. Yeah. Like that gizmo drives in, uh... <laughs> It's funny because whenever you see those kids, no matter how old you are, you see them and you're like, that's kind of want one. Yeah, I really want want that. that. You know, you could just buy a real car and drive. No, I want that. I want that tiny little car to to ride around the garden and the street. Yeah, it's lit. Like, like it's like like going go karting. You're like when when you think of all the vehicles we've had in wrestling. Yeah, uh, like all the shit Austin's driven over the years. Rusev's tank. Rusev's tank. You've got like Del Rio's car, Eddie's car, Taker's bike, and now this little tank. This is up there. Yeah, this is it's cool. lit. It's this like souped up. And now we a few people because a few people of our listeners, including John Cino, Cino Evil, mm-hmm. Cino Evolve, Evolve dude. He let us know that Shotzi's ridden this to the ring before yeah. on the Indies. So she's just had this. This is like a custom thing, probably she's yeah. made, and she comes out with a helmet. This looked badass. If and this Shotzi was in the Rumble as well. Uh, she's had quite a month. Yeah, and I think there is star written all over. Oh, here. for sure. I think a good prediction would be that Shotzi Blackheart runs the women's division within a year here in NXT. In my opinion, that soon. Within a year, maybe not champion, but putting on matches where you're like, oh, within a year she'll have a takeover match. Within a year, she will have. She she to me. Uh, is such a a great baby face so surely you can't fuck that up can you <laughs> but yeah just a real natural baby face real uh likability to her green Different hair look yeah uh she drives a tank she, what's not to like about yeah. i'm in love with shotzi blackheart yeah to be honest. she's pretty cool yeah she's um, she's cool as fuck so we'll see how they ruin this one <laughs> uh, this isn't main roster true, true. come on get out of here with that attitude true. So Shotzi Blackheart's going one-on-one against Diana Perrazzo, the virtuosa, mm. who's been tagging with uh, Chelsea Green, VXT, but no longer, there's no mention of Chelsea and Robert Stone or anything. So it's just Diana on her own. And um, virtuosa is trying to get some aggressive 
offense early in this match. She's hitting short arm style clotheslines like Jake the Snake. She's killing her with her. She's got like quite a little like build kind of on Deanna. Like yeah. she, she's got some power it's behind stunky. it. Yeah, she's got some power and she hits these awesome short arm clotheslines. Look great. Shotzi fights back with a swinging neck breaker. Um, Deanna fights back with this like pump bicycle kick that knocks her down. But Shotzi comes back with a code breaker. She then goes to the top rope, hits the senton off the top, and Shotzi Blackheart pins Deanna just like that. Pretty quick match here. Um, kind of really showing they're they're really high on Shotzi, giving her this like, oh, yeah. pretty much a squash win here. Um, well, she, I would say she eliminated Shayna. She uh, in the battle royal lost to Shayna, but had a good showing against her yeah. and didn't tap right away. And then this pretty convincing win. Um, I like uh, Diona Perazzo as well. When we were watching the May Young Classic, she was she was in. Yeah, um, she stood out to me, and she had a a few times on NXT around then as well. Um, so I. I feel she's just in a bit of a limbo, and I, I would she's like. She's been on main event and Raw and all that, but hasn't yeah, she not? I would like to see her come out that and move up because I, I think she's good. Uh, Imagine do, she didn't sign like a year ago; she would have been like hot stuff on the indies, considering the indies kind of died out, and she would be like taking that claim. But instead, she signed, and they kind of not used her for so long. Yeah. So it's, it is weird to see that. Um, I do like Shotzi though. I love the question mark kick. I think they called it, which is she kind of. Uh, it's hard to describe. She goes to a kick and it's almost like a fake out. So her like her foot flutters. So yeah. you don't know where she's going to kick you, and then she kicks you in the head. Right. It's like a. One but of it's the like she, I think it looks like yeah, she's going for the chest and then bam. It's a power. It's exactly. like power Rangers. Exactly. Power Rangers move. Yeah. It, it looks, looks awesome. really cool. Um, and then after the match, Shotzi hops back in her tank, drives it up. This is I. They should sell these. Talking about like six thousand dollar titles for the fiend. Oh yeah. Six grand. You should get one of these tanks. Yeah. There's no reason. Did she put her helmet back on? Yeah, of course. Safety first. Safety first, first of course. <laughs> Kids, wear your helmet. Wear your helmet. Undertaker just whizzing down the ramp. <laughs> uh, at, at like WrestleMania was. 17, like that really long ramp. Just yeah. <laughs> no helmet, no protection. No helmet, no anything. And then Shotzi just puts her helmet on. It's so cute. I love it. Yeah, she drives up the rank, uh, up the ramp. Just awesome. So this character, I think, is some someone people can get behind. I yeah. think. Um, let me know if I'm wrong because I I see some I see kind of star written all over and not because she has green hair but she's got something definitely. Um, up next is Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Uh, he has a new title that he won last week. Talking about Shotzi having a good month, I think Keith Lee's been having a good month. Um, he he got to win the title against Roddy last week. And then, this Sunday, he faces off against Brock Lesnar, past Sunday, I mean, in the Rumble, which was made a lot of people's news there because it was so epic to see them kind of clash. Um, so he comes out. He says, yes, yes, greetings and salutations. My name is Keith Lee. Keith Lee. And I am your limitless NXT North American champion. I am a game changer and a prophecy ender. And... Everyone wants to know what's next for Keith Lee. Well, I'm going to tell you. I, and he is interrupted by Damien Priest. <clears throat> Damien Priest comes out. He's a little mad he was not in the Royal Rumble. He comes out. He says, hey, Keith Lee, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a vampire. <laughs> he does not say that. He says, I don't know if you know this, but I really like taking things. So if you ask me, 
it could still mean taking what? blood. Yeah. He says, I like taking things that are meaningful to people. Like, and I quote, groups of women or priceless possessions. Very strange line. Uh, did not really like that line. Uh, I wanted him to say... He's saying I like taking groups of women. Groups. Yeah. I mean, I knew I loved Damien Priest, but like... <laughs> strange, weird flex to just pull out on wrestling. Like, I don't know. who Because he, he's been watching RVD oh, on, maybe, yeah. on Impact, and he's like... Well, no, he, ha- he has had them in his vignettes and stuff, hasn't he? Yeah. But he needed to finish the sentence. Yeah, I think so. He just said, I like taking groups of women. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Which is, I think that's a crime. Like, like, that's not how I would say no. it to you. Hey, Davey, you should have seen what I did last Friday. I took a group of women. <laughs> and I took them where? <laughs> I took a group of women to the club. I took a group of women to the theatre. I took, took a, a group, group of, of women, women back to the BDE. To the BDE, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I took a group of women. Well, where are they? <laughs> where are they, Damien? <laughs> And he likes taking things that are meaningful and priceless possessions. And right now, that's what I want. And he looks over to Keith Lee's shoulder, the NXT North American Championship. He says, so Keith, how are you going to give that to me? Which uh, also negates what he just said. He says he likes to take take things, and now he's asking you to give it to me. He's a taker, not a giver. Can you you give that to me, please? (laughs) Just strange promo. I wanted to. Li- I Did didn't you notice how he was holding the mic as well? He was holding it like how he was holding it like like, like a bat. This he's holding it like a like a vampire. I've been watching the new Netflix Dracula. Okay, maybe that's where he's getting the inspired. Okay. Like it's like a brandy glass, but it's upside down. Yeah, because we see uh, like Xavier Woods holds it like a chalice. Like, yeah, that's how uh, I hold I'm. It. I'm. I'm explaining to the YouTube room here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Dean. Uh, Ambrose. Moxley. I don't know if he does it as Moxley. No. Dean Ambrose used to hold it like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's because he's upside down. He's, he's a bat. It like this. I think it's because he's a bat. Oh, yeah. I swear, this is like a subtle. <laughs> I'm not giving up on this. Tell me I'm not fucking wrong. He's a vampire. He is legit holding it upside down because he's a, he's, he's, he's a bat. Okay. There's, they're going to go so in depth about this bat thing. It's mm. going to be wild. It's right. going to be crazy. But so far, he likes taking They're going to have an event outside and during the day and he's like I can't do sorry, it sorry sorry I can't do Wrestlemania so, on the West Coast I can't explain why but yeah that's that's it there yep. you go I can't wait to see more vampirisms but I digress uh, he says I want this title so how are you gonna give it to me but before Keith Lee can respond Dominic Dijakovic's music hits Dijakovic comes out and he goes <laughs> <laughs> no he doesn't do that he, I wish he did he comes down he says whoa 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 Keith Lee me and you have been through some battles and you deserve that North American championship but if anyone's gonna challenge you for that it's not gonna be bootleg Marilyn Manson oh Ooh. see how he didn't call him a vampire so that it can get it, it's all you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, do you think Damien Priest knows how to remove his own ribs <laughs> I love how that that rumor is worldwide. You heard like, about it? Right? Oh, for sure. Okay, cool. Every kid has. I think kids that don't even know who Marilyn Manson is heard that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't even need to say it. We're, we're going to get a message like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, you know, you don't even need to Google. You know, um, I thought Dijakovic actually sounded pretty good here. Um, it made sense. Yeah, like, but. We haven't really heard him on the mic. Yeah, we haven't. And I thought he sounded pretty pretty natural and 
Yeah. Got, I, it, got his line in without sounding cheesy, like sounding pretty cool with his insult. I don't remember him talking a lot. No, even in even in Ring of Honor, I think he was with Truth Martini, who did the talking for okay, him, yeah, I yeah. believe. So, yeah, it's good. He calls him a bear, bootleg Marilyn Manson and says, Keith Lee, it's going to be me. I want the title shot. And now they're all arguing. Keith is like, you know what? I think I'm going to leave you all to deal with this. I don't care. I don't give a shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith Lee tries to leave. And as he does, uh, he does roll out of the ring. And then Priest forearms Dijakovic, cheap shots him here. And they start to brawl. A ref slides in out of nowhere. Just whoosh, gets in there like Charles Robinson in that one match where he runs down the whole ramp. I think it's a Ric Flair match where he like runs down the whole thing. Yeah. It was like the ref just was just there. Slides in. And then a re- uh, Ro- Morrow on commentary is like, uh, William Regal just said it's official. This match is happening. Whoa. The fastest turnaround. Regal was having tea with this ref. <laughs> it's like, well, go on, lad. Get the get, fuck down go, there. Go, go, go. Tell them it's official. Go. And th- William Regal is the quickest. Considering like we have title, we have contract signings for matches. But William Regal can just literally go, matches now. <laughs> he didn't even have to come to the the what did they call it the perch the perch the perch he didn't even go on the perch you're right mm-hmm. uh, we'll see Regal later yes but he 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 didn't even go to the perch however this match is now official it's uh, it's not officially a number one contenders match for the North American Championship but it's pretty much a number one contendership for the North American Championship yeah so Dominic Dijakovic versus bootleg Marilyn Manson Damian Priest. Um, Dijak gets mad because he was sucker punched, so he f- he turns the tables really early. He does this classic, like, up-the-ropes kind of turning splash, looks really cool. But they're fighting on the outside early on, and off the steps, Priest gets Dijak up in the razor's edge and then dumps him, like, on the apron. Yeah. Kind of like a powerbomb on the apron, but razor's edge. Looked awesome. And then they go to commercial break. When they come back, uh, Dijak is somehow fighting back, hits his, like, Vertical suplex throw Smart. thing, but he's doing it to both of these guys are huge. Like I don't, they're like six something each, and like they're big lads wrestling essentially. Oh yeah, um, they're just like really tall looking dudes, and he throws Damian Priest like nothing. He's just flying through the air like a bat. Um, then Dijak goes for like a choke bomb attempt, but it's kind of like Damian Priest likes that kind of shit and is like, no, 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 you're not hitting this on me. And hits a flat liner on Dijakovic, but it's only a two count. They get to their feet, and then Dijak hits the choke bomb, gets him high in the air, but only a two count. Dijak then tosses Priest to the outside, and again, this guy's like what six? Is he six seven? I don't think he's six seven, but he's six. He's some- a big lad. He's a big lad. Dominic Dijakovic hits an acai moonsault to the outside on Damian Priest. Holy shit! This guy is in- is incredible. I've seen him do it before. I've seen him do it a million times. But holy, every Every time. time, It's so impressive. You are a big dude. Holy shit. Uh, So he hits that. They go back in the ring. And he goes for like a springboard, like attack. But then Priest gets the the hand around the throat of Dijakovic. And then hits him like with a springboard-assisted crazy chokeslam from Damian Priest. But Dijakovic kicks out at two. Just crazy. Uh, Only a two count. There's a, a spot where Dijak is on the outside and... And Priest hits like a double step up Tope Con Hero where he flips to the outside. And this guy is also sick something. Just insane. These guys are killing each other. The crowd here at Full Sail is going nuts. They go back into the ring. There's a, a spin out Enzigiri forearm combo. They're both down. NXT chance. 
And then they go to the top rope. They're fighting, trying to get each other off of it. And from the top rope, Damian Priest hits a poison avalanche Rana to Dijakovic, but it's only a two. What? What? Poison Rana off the top from Priest. Just crazy. But it wasn't enough. As he picks him up, he's wondering what to do. Dominic Dijakovic picks him up on the torture rack, which then flips him over and connects with the knee. The feast your eyes. And Dominic Dijakovic Dijakovic pins Damian Priest. And uh, awesome match. What a banger. A little banger here. Yeah, a fun match. Yeah, what a banger here on Wednesday night. This was a lot of fun. Both these big lads uh, doing some pulling some crazy shit out. I got to think if you're a lapsed fan who maybe hasn't watched since like WCW went out or whatever, sure, and you, you're flicking through and you see two guys of this size doing this kind of thing. I'll throw Keith Lee in there too, and and even uh, Killian Dane. Like the stuff these big lads can do, yeah. is ridiculous. You. You watch some of the smaller guys do it, and I, I don't know if you're a past wrestling fan whether you'd appreciate it as much if you if you grew up with your Hulk Hogan's and sure. your Lex Luger's and all that. But see these these huge guys do this stuff. It's it's insane to me. Yeah, like crazy. Poison Rana's off the top. Moon salts to the outside. Yeah. Just insane. So, Dominic Dajakovic wins. Uh, I really love this match. Uh, definitely. I don't know if I like this one in the main event more, actually. I really like this. This one was just shorter and kind of thrown together, but it just connected. It was just Smash yeah. Mouth style, really. It wasn't quite the yeah. like the Keith Lee Dijakovic matches we've had, but I just I find this division so much fun. Yeah. And five years ago, I'd see a big guy come out and I'd like, oh, yeah. I'd be so bored. But not these guys. No, it, it's, it's exciting. So... Dijakovic wins, therefore, does he not get the challenge, Keith Lee? Therefore, so. Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic at a takeover? That's, jeez, that's going to be crazy. I was thinking they held that off for, like, the rubber match, the rubber, rubber, rubber match at TakeOver Tampa. Yeah. But it seems like they're going to do this at Portland. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't, this TakeOver is going to be crazy. Do, do they, are they ever not? Unless, like, they might, I mean, Lee seems such a star now. Fuck. They might have something even bigger in mind in yeah. Tampa. He could be main eventing, essentially. Who knows? Who knows? Title uh, for title. Who knows? Yeah, it looks crazy. Um, but I can't wait to see this. So if this is happening, at the time we're recording this on Wednesday night, it's not official, but it could have been announced by now. So looking forward to that as well. We have the grizzled young veterans backstage. They're taping up. They're ready. They're doing push-ups and, and high-fives to each other as they do the push-ups. There's the highlights of them in the Dusty Cup, and they've beaten Kushida and Alex Shelley, and they've also beaten the Undisputed Era. So they, uh, they've they beaten two big teams oh, yeah. here, essentially. So they're ready to win tonight. We have Tomasa Champa backstage with Kathy Kelly. He says, Kathy, at TakeOver Portland, <clears throat> Goldie is coming home. And tonight, Daddy makes sure of it. And then he holds up this, like, metal pipe. He borrowed it from Rey Mysterio, probably. Yeah. And uh, we, we go to commercial break. And when we come back from commercial break, we see, like, outside this, like, weird, like, hallway thing that's kind of outside of the, uh, the venue there, the full sale thing. It's Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly... And Roderick Strong, all laid out, like just dead. They're just yep. knocked out. They're just knocked out. And then we see someone coming around the corner, and it's Champa, 
and he has the pipe in his hand and he just drops it and it lets it clangs and bangs. And he's like a little scuffled. His shirt's a little ripped up. He then walks through the full sail, like the side door thing. It's kind of the, like the door where Aleister Black kind of like walks through the side yeah. things. So he's already looking fucking badass. Can I just say, interrupt there. Yeah. It's kind of scary when you actually think about it. <laughs> what? He's got this pipe and these people, they're not like, like, oh, he hit my no, arm. No, they weren't. They were they're no- knocked, knocked out. out. So he's just smacked these three guys in the head yeah, with a pipe. Yeah, yeah, okay. Glad you're really? Keep- like, Good thing like, you're keeping score. Yeah, realistically, that is what he's done. Like, that's why they don't show it, because he's cracked these guys in the skull with a pipe. This is how I think <laughs> it went down. This is how I imagine it. They're all hanging out outside. One of them's either vaping. It's not Kyle. I don't want to... I don't think it's any of them. So there's some reason all three of these guys are just hanging out outside in this one spot. And he comes by with the pipe and goes... Like the high five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the pipe to the temple. I've seen a lot of horror movies. And, uh, like, yeah, a, a fucking swing to the temple is usually... How, there's a... In the Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween, the kid, Michael Myers, in the beginning of the movie, swings a aluminum baseball bat at a guy early in the movie and, and then the guy drops to the floor and twitches and like le- leaks blood yeah and it terrifies me because it's a blunt it's not a knife it's oh. a blunt swing to the temple yeah so I think that's what Champa did I, to these yeah, guys yeah I do too <laughs> so much violence on terrifying. NXT so he walks after knocking like this is almost attempted murder there's a lot of that it in NXT it could have gone so wrong he could have. They could have been like uh, Champa. You you've sent them all to the hospital with like nerve and like te- like yeah. maybe concussions, brain damage. Like yo, like what are you doing? You could have just at- challenged the guy. You could. There's so many things you could have done, <laughs> but alas, you decided to take a pipe and smack it across three dudes' heads. So holy shit! Uh, fuck that main roster crap, man. This is what we do in NXT. Take. Ray Mysterio was beating Lesnar up with that pipe a few months ago. He never went for his skull, though. Maybe he'd Jeez. be Universal Champion. <laughs> yeah. If he did. Or WWE did. Champion, isn't it? Champa walks through the full sale, like, side area looking badass. He's, like, got a ripped shirt. He's looking jacked, by the way. I say this every oh, yeah. time. He's just a beast. He sees a table and he grabs it and he starts dragging it to the ring. He walks out through the side, like, entrance thing of the ramp. He's now in the full sale audience, the crowd. Drags the table into the ring. He climbs up into the ring. He sets the table into the middle of the ring. He takes out this, like, yellow spray paint, sprays a giant X in the middle of the table, and then he he uh, rips his shirt off, like Hulk Hogan. Mm. He then grabs a microphone. He's lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> yeah. He looks very terrifying. Uh, he says, Oh, Adam Cole. And uh, it cuts to Adam Cole in the back finding Undisputed Era, and he's like, what the hell happened? What's going on here? And the referee, I think it's Drake, who's like, uh, someone attacked them. And he's like, who? Who attacked them? He's like, he's uh, he's in the ring. Go to the ring. So Cole then runs to the ring, comes out on the ramp, and he's got a microphone, and he says, who the hell do you think you are, Champa? You, you get injured, and you want everyone to feel sorry for you? He goes, no, 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 no. You you think you can get away with jumping Undisputed Era and Champa cuts him right off and says, Yo, I'm the guy that never lost that title. I am Goldie's daddy. So why don't you come down here, walk up those steps, get in the ring, and I'll whoop your ass. And then I'm going to pick you up 
and powerbomb you through this table right here. And then I'm going to sign the contract to Portland and take back my title, take back my life in Portland. Goldie comes home. Damn fine promo from Champ right there. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. William Regal comes out on the ramp and he's like, War Games! <laughs> no, he goes, now listen here, lad. You were going to get that title shot at TakeOver Portland, but Carl's just been confirmed dead in the back. <laughs> you're not getting So you're not getting shit. You're actually Real- going to prison right now. Realistically, William Regal a bad ger- <laughs> uh, general manager because he just took a pipe to three of your... And I'm not making a dirty joke. He piped them. <laughs> he piped them down. Um, he says, look, Adam Cole told me earlier that he doesn't care who he faces at war at at damn it at portland but he's already signed the contract so uh, i'm gonna say that like uh here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna and adam cole interrupts william regal and william regal says regal i got this basically tells regal to shut up so william regal's like all right fine i don't want to get hit in the head with a pipe i'm stepping back Adam Cole grabs the contract out of Regal's hand. He slowly walks down the, the, the ramp into the ring. He's on the, the steps, and he says, Here's what I'm going to do, Champa. I'm going to walk up these steps. And he's kind of mocking of how Champa was explaining earlier. And I'm going to, and as Champa kind of gets closer to him, he decks Champa in the head with the microphone and cue Champa's head Busted open. Yeah, like the right hard the way. top of the skull. The top of the head. down. There is blood. They start brawling. They're going after each other. Adam Cole picks up the NXT title and he's swinging it at Champa's head. Champa ducks. He he kicks Adam Cole in the gut. He he then uh, power bombs Adam Cole right through the X marks the spot right through the table. He that's when he rips his shirt off. Sorry, his shirt was already ripped, but now he totally just rips it off. He then realizes that he's bleeding. He takes some of the blood. He tastes it a little bit. And he's like, ah, yes, blood. He then picks up the contract that Adam Cole dropped. And then he goes and asks someone to give him a pen. They hand him a pen. And as he's about to sign it, the full sale crowd chants at him, use the blood. Full sale sickos. (laughs) Use your blood. Use the blood. So what does he do? He with his hand, Champa like smears his hand over his head, just rubs his hand all over his top of his head where it's bleeding, and then smears it over the contract, signing his name, Tomasa Champa versus Adam Cole at Takeover Portland, and he's just standing tall with with the blood dripping over Goldie. I'm- the title is covered in his blood, and he's holding it up and, and posing over a just beaten up Adam Cole. This was one of my favorite segments this NXT awesome. has ever done, this in my opinion. Awesome. So crazy. Just awesome. From from the beginning, obviously with the the pipe thing, we're like laughing at it, but... Well, ju- yeah, we're <clears throat> laughing at it, but Champa's just a badass. When it got into Champa, like literally just talking, you're like, this guy is so badass. It reminded me Everyone of Stone Cold. Great. Regal is always fantastic in these in this role. Yeah. Uh, I, he's proof that you don't always need this heel authority figure yeah you just need someone to come out make get control make sense of it all i think regal's brilliant adam cole and champa are just the top at like character promo yep wrestling everything um i can see cole next week coming with like david otunga as his lawyer and be like <laughs> this isn't this, is, Jabba, not cool. this is not a binding contract <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know what that says uh. this it's just blood. It's just blood on this paper. It's just smeared. I'm, I'm not fighting you. Yeah. yeah. 
I I absolutely love this. Uh, I think this makes. I remember when Aleister Black came back from injury in NXT. Yes. And he busts through the door and he's kicking people. And I remember being like, this is the best thing they've they've done because it just makes someone look like a star. They don't mm. do that in WWE, like main roster. When I think of old school wrestling like Austin and The Rock, you always go like, uh, someone's coming through the back right now. And you see Austin coming through and he's just like on a rampage. Yeah. And that's what I felt like this was. It sh- it didn't show him beating up Undisputed Era, and I'm okay with that because that's oh, not that's sure. not the story. No. I don't care about that. I care about him and Adam Cole. And this instantly, if you forgot about this program or in- the fact that uh, he he never did lose the title, he was in the main spot. Even the just grabbing of the table, like just dragging just a table. Dragging a table. Right, we're doing this now. This is my title. Yeah. We're doing this. We're signing it. Wrestling's not that difficult to get things over. Like, you sold me on this match 100%. I need to see this match. We're talking about Gargano and Finn, obviously. That's going to be crazy. I, I, like, was... I forgot about this. This kind of... I don't want to say this went cold, but it, it, there's other things well, going on. Know, the, you forgot the weird about thing, it. it. It was set up months ago. I think War Games was November. Yeah. So this started to be set up beginning of October exactly he came I'd back say, but we had the multi-man yeah you had so many different match. things like avoiding the confrontation exactly. the, the match and now we're going to get it at Portland in the main event and this was a way to make this match rem- prominent the main event yes. is this this was awesome this was my favorite thing of the night um, this is a must watch if you want to get stoked for if you want to get stoked for this match definitely watch this such a great uh, this is what I like from wrestling like, it's not hard. A guy gets mad, he, he deserves his title shot, grab a table, come to the ring, yo, champion, come out and fight me. It is hard, boys. though, because another guy doing this would be totally lame. Lame. And not believable. Champa didn't look lame. Champa looks like a killer. Yeah, psycho uh, killer. He looks like a psycho killer. As they were killer. chanting. Um, he's ripped. He And the he, dude was his bleeding. His delivery's incredible. And all of a sudden he's, he's bleeding. bleeding. He's bleeding and doesn't give a shit. I loved it before he was bleeding. I was, like, on yeah. the edge of my seat watching this and then he was bleeding and I was like this just added so much even to what I already was but drooling over give this to Humberto Carrillo against <laughs> uh, like Andrade yeah it wouldn't work you'd laugh yeah and be like what is Raw doing the now intensity. Why, why is this geek dragging a table like right. it only a few guys have that he has it man he's he, he does. so he cool he really does yeah. he's so cool um, it looks so awesome one of my favorite I, I just said that the Edge and Orton thing from Raw was one of my favorite things wrestling in a while because it just it, that's what it reminded me of old school wrestling. It's not hard to do. Yeah, it's not hard to create a story or to sell a match. Like this, this was fantastic. Champa and Adam Cole, hats off. Um, I can't wait to see this match. The fact that there's blood. He even now has posted a picture on his like Instagram or Twitter or Champa, and it's of the, the title and it's just drenched in his blood. blood. Oh, gangster, gangster! Can't wait for Portland. Um, we get a recap from Worlds Collide. Oh, wait. Before we go into that, um, Champa, we're talking about, is uh, in relation to something you made today. Oh. You didn't get to we're talk. We're getting it that. We didn't, we didn't get to talk about sure. that off the top. Uh, because last week, um, every Wednesday, we do our wine Wednesdays, which you're drinking some red. I'm currently drink- doing a cider Wednesday. Mm. Um, even though I'm like kind of sick, I shouldn't be drinking. But, you know. It's fine. Say la vie. I got, I got a cold when everyone's going off about the coronavirus. I'm very terrified. But I don't think I have it. So You do frequent Chinatown a lot. I haven't, I haven't lately, but I mean, I freak, we live in Koreatown. I frequent everywhere in the city. The city here is so multicultural and everyone's wearing these face masks. I'm scared. I've been staying home because I'm fighting a cold, I'm, though. Like, I haven't been scared. 
at all. And maybe I should be, but I just I'm whatever. Not that scared, if, it, if it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm still gonna shop at where I want to shop and yeah. eat what I want to eat. I did today, like, so it doesn't matter. Just don't, doesn't, just don't sneeze on me. You didn't know? stop me. Yeah, it didn't stop. Me. Maybe I should be more worried. I, I I am fighting a cold, and I'm like, ah. Oh. But we're drinking our wine on Wednesdays, and every Wednesday we do our NXT recipes. Yes. Last week, I made um, Bobby Fish, Codrick Strong, Kyle Olinguini, the uh, Adam Soul, Adam Soul, the unfish sputed era, yeah. which was lit. Um, we've done Dominic Die Jerk Chicken Kovic. I don't remember yeah. the name of that one. We've done so many, but today was your turn. We alternate weeks, mm. so Chef. DVP, um, what uh, what did you make this? Well, I was going for some sort of Greek, like yeah. kind of Greek. I did souvlaki, yeah, uh, and I made the stuffed peppers. Keith souvlaki? No, we've already had Lee. We had yeah. Keith Lehman chicken. Oh yeah, um, I made some uh, hummus, like fresh. Like yeah, you made you made hummus. fresh. You were using your magic bullet. I made like a spicy baba ganoush. Uh, I love that word. Had yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> lovely to say. Uh, some pita bread. Um, yeah, it was lovely. So I, I was thinking, uh, just call it Nikos Grikos. It kind of was a hybrid, though. It became more sort of a bit Persian or whatever. So I put it out. It was a big meal. Oh, a Greek salad as well. Yeah, that's why you call it Nikos Grikos. Um, in honor of the famous, uh, not jobber, uh, enhancement talent with the greatest gear in professional wrestling. Yeah. Nikos Grikos. Exactly. The Greek god. Um, but as we were just talking about Tommaso Champa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Hamaso Champa. So hummus, yeah. Hamaso Champa. It's a stretch, but I like it. Um, yeah, I like that. We were just talking about Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, could have hummus. Hamaso Carrillo. That no. doesn't work as well. Hamaso um, Champa. But I like this Hamaso Champa and Johnny Garganoush. <laughs> Johnny Garganoush. Garg- Garganoush. Oh my god. Um, Gargano's an easy one to mix with. I need lots of food names. Yes. Uh, what was the other one I had? Um, from Sergio M, I had Isaiah Swervlaki. <laughs> <laughs> you did make Zuvlaki. That's fantastic. You did make all of these things. You yep. had a whole spread here. Uh, you did Zuvlaki. Stuffed Spirit Bombers. Uh, <laughs> sit Kick Green Salad. This one's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're laughing before you can say it. Nigel McComas. <laughs> Nigel McComas? That's... I don't hate it. I don't and, hate it. Uh, I don't hate it. Yeah. There's a lot. You there was a that. lot. I, I put the picture up on uh, our Up Next podcast. Uh, there was a lot of food. We have barely scratched the surface of it. But we digress. <laughs> yeah. Someone somewhere is like, get back to the NXT review. I don't want to hear about your food. But we have so many fun NXT recipes. Because I don't know if we're... Trying to make food and then name it, or trying to make food be- because of the name. We're like, okay, what can yeah. I do to make something that is? So I know people out there listen and they think of the names. So keep sending them in. We love your recommendations for recipes. In fact, you can just send us recipes and then we'll try to add the name if that works too. Because yeah. I know people are like, I don't. That's know how names. we used to do it. We just make something and then try and fit a name in. Yeah, I had Nikos Grikos in my head today, so went from there. Right. but then it became this whole other thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I need to think of something for next week though mm. to, to top some Nikos Grikos. Humaso Champa and Johnny Isaiah Swervlaki and Johnny Garganoush. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so uh, we'll let you know with the updates on that. So 
the update here on NXT. We get a recap of the Cruiserweight Championship match from last Saturday at Worlds Collide, which involved uh, Isaiah Suvlaki, Swerve Scott. Uh, it involved Swerve Scott, Jordan Devlin, Travis Banks, and the champion Angel Garza. And that match was crazy. We ta- ch- chatted about it. I on think the- that was my match of the night, was it not? It was yeah. insane. And Jordan Devlin walked out as NXT Cruiserweight Champion, the newly designed NXT Cruiserweight yeah, Champion. Yeah, it's nice. I love Jordan Devlin. He's one of my... He's my my up next, you know, like who's next yes. kind of thing. And he's he's someone who's had some crazy last year or so in, in wrestling and in the indies and, and stuff over there. So next week they announce he will be here live at Full Sail to address Full Sail. So I think he's going to come out and talk some heel Irish stuff to... Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe a, a rematch. Yeah, him versus Garza. Yeah, would be make sense. That could be at your takeover as well. Would you put that one, Portland? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. There's so many things going. I think it's interesting that uh, a guy from the UK, NXT UK, won the title, and then it's going to be Triple H has said in some interviews now that they're going to go back and forth with it. I I want that. I wish <clears throat> they committed to that with the women's. Women's. Uh, I think floating titles would make things very interesting. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, they also announced next week there is a face-to-face between Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair, who Bianca Belair had an amazing showing in the Royal Rumble as well. Uh, loved her and Charlotte. I could see... There's rumors about Charlotte. Who Charlotte did not show up tonight at NXT. That could be still happening. That could happen at TakeOver Portland after the title match between Rhea Ripley and Bianca. It could also not happen at all. It could happen after. We don't know. I think I think it should. I think her challenging for the NXT title is a yeah. great idea. Um, but you don't want to muddy things. Wait till Portland's over. You could have Charlotte show up on SmackDown and tease something that I. Where is she? She is no idea. Uh, yeah. yeah, SmackDown. Whatever. Sure. Uh, show up on Raw, tease raw, something there, raw. and then eventually. That's what I mean. Go to each brand. Yeah. And then once Portland's over, because Portland's only next week. Yep. Then set that up. I, agree. I, I think that's a great idea. Uh, is it going to be Charlotte versus Rhea or Charlotte versus Bianca? Because we got to see them kind of tease in the Rumble. They were good. I think it's Rhea. I think it's Rhea. I would kind of prefer Bianca. I just, I, I like Bianca more. I um, think so too. But, uh, with yeah, I see. I think both would be great and fresh and interesting. Mm-hmm. So, now, up next, the grudge match we've all been waiting for. It's Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. We have Tegan Knox come out. She is very mad, but she's also ha- been having a good week. She was in the Royal Rumble. Um, she came out at number 28, and she tweeted a picture. She got a tattoo of the numbers 28 because it's her like grandfather's or someone's birthday okay. and all this thing. So it just so happened that she came out at that number, and she, it like made her so happy. So she got a tattoo, and she's wrestling very shortly after tattoo. But it's behind the ear. I think it's okay. okay. I think it's safe. Dakota Kai comes out. And her entrance video is not even just her music yet. It's literally just the black and white video of her turning on Tegan Knox. Yes. And it just cuts and edits of her beating the shit out of Tegan Knox. And then her music hits. And it cu- keeps cutting to Tegan Knox's face while she's waiting in the ring. She's just like, fuck sakes. Come on. What a, what a heel, this Dakota Kai. Imagine, how does this work, kayfabe? Dakota Kai, like is a video editor herself, edits this together, then goes to the truck, and you're going to play this when I come out 
Okay? You're going to play this. Oh, all these wrestlers are fantastic at, like, Adobe Premiere and all that. Apparently. All of them are fantastic. Photoshop, like, all of that. Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's I think it's a lesson at, at the PC. Must be. I think you have the whole Adobe package right. that we still don't have. Yeah. Um, I, I miss my audition. Yeah. In Photoshop. Uh, they've got it all. Yeah, yeah, they must. And they just give it to Kevin in the truck and they're like, yo, press play. They're like, hey, press play. And then when it goes to cut this this spot in the video of a spear, they cut away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. So, <clears throat> Dolph, you should have given me the video. Yeah, oh, that. Dolph, why didn't you? Uh, strange. Why did they Why did they do Have you seen the cut, the edit? I've seen the edit, yeah. No, no, no. Have you seen the edit where it's just fan reaction? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you think you know me. <laughs> And then it cuts to the crowd. Oh! And then it cuts to him, like, right when he walks out. And then just the rest of it is just the crowd. I've been eliminated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so funny. Um, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, they start fighting right away because Tegan is pissed. In fact, as soon as the bell rings and they square off, Tegan carried out the, the knee brace, the, the old knee brace, mm. and whips it at Dakota Kai's face. Just nailing her. Just hoofs it right in the girl's face. And then if that wasn't enough, the distraction of getting hit in the face by an actual... Like, this is not... I don't know how they this didn't break her face, literally. She whipped this knee brace and then just smacks her with a forearm, knocking her down. Just awesome intro to a, a match here. Dakota tries to fight back, but gets thrown into the corner. There's a cannonball by Tegan Knox. Tegan then, like, throws her face, like, into the, the stairs, into, like, the crowd. Just... She's mad. She finally has her chance to beat up Dakota here. So she's pissed off and she's just like on fire, very aggressive, but still the baby face. The crowd is behind it. Uh, Tegan's just beating her up. They're fighting all over the crowd through here. And the ref's about to get the 10 count, but Tegan does the roll in and then the roll out to break the 10 count. Dakota goes for a chair, but Tegan blocks it. Dakota then goes for the knee brace, but Tegan blocks that and hits a German suplex, only a two count. There's a spot now where... Dakota Kai has the chair. She's going to hit Tegan with it. As she holds it back, someone runs down to the ring. Here is Candice LeRae. She grabs the chair out of the hands of Dakota Kai. This distracts the referee who's now like, Candice, get out of here. Back in the ring, uh, Dakota turns around and Tegan hits her with the knee brace in the face. And then Tegan then uh, hits the, the shiniest wizard. And Tegan Knox pins Dakota Kai just like that. The grudge match is over. The grudge is settled. Just like that. Really quick. Yeah, I didn't thrown really, away. I didn't really like this. Um, <clears throat> it did its justice. It was it was It's like, hey, we're gonna do this match, but you only get the five final minutes of it. Yeah. So here you go. I because we were talking about how we wanted to see this possibly well, on the I, takeover. I don't think this is finished. I don't think so either. But I feel I don't feel what giving Tegan a win right here mm-hmm. does she I mean, gets her she gets her payback okay but that was really quick I, what would, happens would now would you preferred just like a count out draw where Tegan's just beating the shit out of Dakota I, I mean liked, I guess we had that where they fought a few weeks ago I would like this um, they do the, they do the match you do Dakota keep trying because it's like Dakota's trying to be the troll trying to hit her with the chair knowing it's gonna be a DQ knowing it's gonna she's trying to be like a dick essentially you could have had them have a, a decent match, or at least a little bit, and then Dakota's like, nah, I'm out of here, and like somehow escape. They're fighting through the crowd already. That's right. Some sort of non-finish, yeah. uh, which I'm not a big fan of, but I feel a story like this, yeah. having... Okay, she used the knee brace, but 
Yeah. Like the other girl was trying to hit her with a chair. Like it's justified. Yeah. And you won. And the baby face won. Yeah. I don't know. It like I feel this should have if it's not a takeover, this should be this deserves a closing Maybe we'll get a rematch. A closing match on a <clears throat> it on felt a sudden. It felt uh, really sorry, sh- on a TV show. It just felt sudden. It did, yeah. It just felt rushed or something. So it wasn't like terrible. It had some cool spots and stuff, but it's just like, oh, it's over. It's, okay. That's done. All that for this that. This has been built up for ages for this. All that in a bag of chips. Yeah, it felt okay. weird. We have the Brosers. The Broserweights, they're backstage. They're getting ready for their match. We have one more match before the main event. It is Chelsea Green with Robert Stone going up against Caden Carter. Now, Chelsea Green was in the Royal Rumble. Do you know how long she lasted? Uh, 12 seconds. 12 seconds. That is crazy. So Chelsea Green comes out here. She's beating up on Caden Carter. In fact, Caden Carter has most of the offense in this, hitting her, her like, uh, arm drags and, uh, like, uh, the hip attack style move. And Chelsea Green hits a big boot, um, but then kind of, like, poses. Like, she's very arrogant. <clears throat> hits a bunch of stomps in the corner. There's a few roll-ups attempted by Caden Carter, but only a two-count. And then as Chelsea Green goes for some type of, of move of, of her own, Caden counters that, rolls up Chelsea Green, and Caden Carter pins her. Just like that. Not the outcome we thought we'd see from this match. No. But Chelsea Green's gimmick maybe is, I'm losing. Well, yeah, I don't <clears throat> I don't think this really means anything for Caden Carter. Yeah. Um, cool to see her get a win. Uh, she's going to stay in this role. Like we saw with uh, Raul Mendoza when he... Was it Cameron Grimes he got a win over? Right. Um, exactly. It's it's to further the other character. It's to further Chelsea Green. Um, interesting, though, because I was thinking going into this, why are you bringing up that she was in the Royal Rumble? If she lost you're trying to bring seconds. her up in a, as a big deal. Why are you bringing up she was in it when she lost in 12 seconds? But then... Following it up with the loss here. Okay, there's some kind of direction here. Because she's with Robert Stone, who's supposed to be your manager. And that's the kayfabe here, they say, he's the reason she was in the Rumble. He got her in there. Mm. You could have eventually, like, he kicks her out. They're, they did during the, like, before they go live on USA, they did some dark matches. Mm. And they had Malcolm Bivens come out. And he's doing a similar thing to Robert Stone. Where he's finding, he's scouting talent. He wants to be a manager and, and uh, what is it like, manager promoter? He wants yeah. to he wants to own different assets and, and be their their helpers and stuff. So that could somehow cross. You should get Titus Worldwide there as well. Titus Worldwide. Yeah. There's so many different. Uh, now, I I see maybe maybe he doesn't kick her out, but remember when Andrade started with yeah. Zelina and he was partying he, he was hanging out he was taking he, groups of women he had the Del Rio gimmick, he was taking yeah, groups well, of yeah. women the he was Priest. taking groups of women <laughs> it, uh, like but it seemed like they were trying to like do it as a dig at Del Rio didn't it yeah but then they played it with Zelina is actually managing and turning him around so maybe we see this where Robert Stone is like molding her more and getting right. her more focused and starting to win matches uh, and you were shocked to learn that Chelsea Green's Canadian. You yeah, were like, oh. I didn't know that. I watched that whole season of Tough Enough as well with her, <laughs> and I don't remember her. I watched a lot of her in Impact when I was working there. Uh, my job was to watch Impact, and she was doing the hot mess, the wine, the, the wedding thing. and yeah. her, her gimmick was Hangman before Hangman. She was okay. an alcoholic. Right. Yeah, she just drank a lot. They did it not as good as they're doing the Hangman. Okay. <laughs> Which you can hear on her AEW, because that storyline is great. Um, it's time for the main event. 
the finals of the Dusty Classic Tag Team Tournament. That's right. The Dusty Classic, baby. The trophy's on the ramp. It's go time. Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, the Broserweights against Zach, Zach Gibson and James Drake, the grizzled young veterans. Um, I'm super excited for this match. Um, I think this was the right two teams to go into it. Um, I love everything that the both teams have been doing to lead up to this. And uh, I know there's some flack on, online that the grizzled young vets had to pull out of a indie date. Um, to work this show? To work something along these lines of this show. Um, and people are tweeting, why are people still booking WWE talents if this Yeah, is- <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the risk you take when you sign any, well, like book any of these yeah. NXT UK guys. They can be pulled from you with a day's notice or whatever. Yeah, sucks. Um, but I like all four of these guys. And this match starts off. Pete Dunne and Riddle are working early on on Zach Gibson, and they do the double hand stomp because now teaming with Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle has learned to break fingers. Yes. He, he probably did it before, but now he's doing it a whole lot because he's hanging out with a Brit. So I know that I hang out with you, my roommate, who is a Brit, and I haven't broken anyone's fingers yet. I've been trying to teach you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is it... The Mar- you just got to grab him hard. You did teach me how to do the Marty Skrull, how to, how he does it. Yeah. Because we, we got bruises. I think, that, <laughs> I think that was one of the first times we got really lit one night where, where I was explaining to you. I'm like, how does Marty Skrull do it? How does he do the, the snap sound? And and then we like searched on Reddit and someone's like, yo, he smacks his, spoilers, he smacks his arms because like, he's not wearing a shirt. He smacks his like arms inside and it makes a sound. So me and you just start doing it, and we're like, no, 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 tops off. And then you're like, you did it. And I'm like, whoa, you can do it. But uh, you don't actually... the next day, you're like, have you got bruises? <laughs> yeah, I've got one bruise here, one bruise here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my lungs hurt. Uh, so Matt Riddle is now breaking some fingers. Uh, there's a Riddle's gonna smoke you chant from the Full Sail crowd. Uh, Riddle's hitting a series of roundhouse kicks to Gibson, then gut-wrenches him like nothing. There's a uh, an assisted floating standing bro from Pete Dunne, like, grabs Riddle's foot and flips him, and then he rotates and hits the, the, the broton there. There's then a moonsault from the apron to the outside from Pete Dunne. And then there's this crazy move, which me and you have different opinions. We're not sure exactly what it was. Is this a slingshot to the outside by James Drake, who then... Pile drives. So, so Zach Gibson's got Pete Dunn in a pile driver position. James like Drake, tombstone. Position, tombstone yeah. Sorry, tombstone. James Drake in the ring, slingshots out, landing and like spike tombstoning Pete Dunn. But to me, it looked like they did it as a. It's like a Meltzer driver, but a shoulder breaker. What? Like maybe that's what they were going for. But it looked like a tombstone. Why and did, Morrow why called didn't it, they replay it then? And Morrow called it a tombstone. Even do you remember that raw? It was. Uh, what would it have been? 2012. Do you when, I remember that raw? <laughs> when uh, when Cena and Punk faced off. I think it was their last match against each other. Okay. And the winner goes on to face Rock right. at WrestleMania. And that's when Ed, and Punk does Punk a pile driver. pulls out the pile driver. Yeah. And everyone react Because we know now, pile driver's a band. Yes. Undertaker, Kane, they can do a tombstone. Right. That's it. Canadian Destroyer, you can all do that. We Sean don't. was allowed to. Sean was allowed to pile driver. Okay, and Triple H, I think. Well, but, that's... Yeah. But, like, there's... Look at those guys. Yeah. There's a level there. Um, Zach Gibson hitting a tombstone. <laughs> Melted driver, really? Yeah. Um, the crowd was just like, oh, what and, just happened? And Moro called it a tope tombstone. tombstone, but the fact they didn't replay it... Yeah. And also, the crowd were 
booing. I feel the crowd were even like, ah, you guys, you can't do that. They do it on the other Wednesday night show. You can't do that on this yeah, show. Yeah, you're That's not allowed to do that here. I think they're just booing them because they're like, yo, what a move on Pete Dunne. That looks like it hurts. They just boo those guys anyways. Maybe. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. I thought... It was weird. Anyone at that crowd know the rule. Because... Do you know I, what I mean? And I, I, think, I feel it was a reaction to, ooh, okay. I think it was a shoulder breaker or at least an attempt on one because after this, they start working his shoulder. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I think maybe they may have slipped up and hit a tombstone. Also, maybe, the camera yeah. show... The camera was kind of behind Gibson. So you wouldn't have seen that? It looked like a tombstone. We'll rewatch it after this. Meltzer Driver, baby. Yeah. Someone... We'll tweet it. out the verdict. Someone let us know. Get the video or a gif of it and let us know. Was it a tombstone or a shoulder breaker? It was like the Heidenreich shoulder breaker. Yeah, great stuff. Um, so there's that move, but they roll in Pete Dunn and they start working on him. Uh, they work the shoulder. Riddle is in. There's the Broton on Gibson, then a bridging German suplex, and the crowd starts to chant, Riddle. So he hits the jackhammer for a two. This is when I said out loud, ooh, he should start doing Brock moves. And you said, name one that's going to show him. I'm like, well, yeah, I guess the F5, but there's no way he's doing that, so... I mean, old Brock would have done the, like, triple powerbomb lift, yeah. which Riddle could totally do. Yeah. Um, I thought he would have done it in this match, um, but he did not. But, yeah, there's not, apart from the F5, which you're not going to do. So he hits the jackhammer. He hits a series of ripcord knees. He then, there's a double team where he lifts up James Drake and power, uh, sorry, this is, I think, uh, Pete Dunn power bombs James Drake into the knee of Matt Riddle. Looks awesome. Only a two count. Um, they toss Matt Riddle, uh, Pete Dunn out of the ring, and then they hit this like basket toss powerbomb neckbreaker combo on Matt Riddle from the Grizzled Young Vets, or Beth calls it the basket toss, which it was like a neckbreaker powerbomb. It looks cool. Similar to Randy Orton Batista on uh, Daniel Bryan Yeah, on at, at that WrestleMania that one time where Randy Orton's back oh, hits back. that yeah. monitor. Ouch. Um, Gibson then starts stomping the fingers of Riddle because Gibson's British too. So Gibson hates fingers as well. He stomps the fin- fingers of Rid- Riddle, then hits this crazy high-angle suplex. There's double-team moves on Riddle, but then Pete comes in. There's stereo kicks. There's power bombs. There's so many things going on. There's brotons. There's just chaos between. They come back from a commercial break. Dunn um, hits the X-plex. There's, there's the Shankly. Is it the Shankly? Shankly Gate. Shankly Gates, which yes. is because we've been watching so much Ring of Honor. It's very similar to Nigel's... Uh, London Dungeon. London Dungeon. Yes. Good Misfit song. One of my favorite Misfit songs. Um, but it's not enough to keep Dunn out of this. He fights back. They um, There's like chokeholds. This is a crazy spot. Underrated spot. So the Shankly gates are on Dunn. And Riddle slides in the ring to try to break it up. But James Drake jumps on the back of Riddle to put him in like a sleeper. But like on top of him, Riddle somehow stands up runs with James Drake on his back, still in the sleeper hold, and spears Zach Gibson to break up the Shankly Gates. Yeah, this was awesome. This looked great. What? Matt Riddle is is a bigger guy, and he's super jacked, and he's super athletic, but I don't think people realize how strong Matt Riddle is. Because there's some people out there who are like, oh, if Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar got in a fight, yo, I'm not saying I know who would win, but don't count this dude out that that quickly, because underrated this guy is a fighter this guy is must do crazy cardio which is impressive considering he probably smokes even more than i do 
Say this more core strength and cardio. It's crazy. Running with another guy, spearing another guy, yeah. underrated spot. And he should, someone's going to steal this and do this. Like, oh, I'm sure this it's been done, this but great. it looks so cool. Underrated. The crowd wasn't ready for it, is what I'm saying. But your your kids are going to love it. Um, so, th- that's, it's all chaos. There's so many things. Then they hit, the, the, the Broserweights hit their finishing move, the riddle end on James Drake. But he kicks out of it, so they don't know what to do. Chaos ensues. There's a, a doomsday suicide dive from the grizzled young vets to the outside, which looked just just like this move's awesome. So it's so great. Gibson has done on the shoulders outside, like an, ele- an ele- electric chair. Yeah, can't speak. And then James Drake suicide dives and fl- he knocks him out. Back in the ring, they hit the like the curtain call, the twist and shout style move. And up goes James Drake. He hits the 450 splash. The ref flies out of nowhere, almost tripping over the wrestlers to count this. But Riddle kicks out at like 2.9. Then both Riddle and Dunn hits in stereo. Bro Derricks. There's a moonsault and floating bro again in stereo from both guys. And then they pick up James Drake on the fireman carry into the bro to sleep, but at the same time, Dunn also kicks you at the other side of your head. Yeah. So it's getting two kicks to the head. It's like a double bro to sleep, the bitter bro to sleep, and the broser weights are your dusty classic 2020 winners. They pin James Drake, and that is it. Uh, they they pose off. They do the Ben Solo challenge. They do the, eh, the shoulder shrug, the Conor McGregor shoulder shrug. Eh. The trophy's brought into the ring. William Regal's clapping. There's confetti. There's streamers. They're doing their poses. It's like the ending of Mario Kart. Yeah. Like when yeah, you win, it is, it is, you yeah. see William Regal clapping. Yeah. All you need is the grizzled young vets in second place and doing the <laughs> golf clap. Like they don't want to be there, but shots he driving around in, in the a- tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and then there's like a pyro behind them. Uh, Dunn does his pose while Riddle does like his in front of him. Just looks awesome. And uh, NXT goes off the air. So what a main event. This was a lot of fun. This the, Again, I really enjoyed um, Priest and Dominic Dijakovic, but this was my match of the night, definitely. Um, yeah, this is fun. Re- revisiting it here, I was like, oh, yeah, there's so many cool spots in I this. I think, unfortunately, it was like, kind of telegraphed for me. It was clear who the winner was going to be. I think I, so there too. was no way I saw uh, Grizzled Young Vets facing Undisputed Era in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Broserweights will win it and have a, quite a run with it. I think they or, should win it. Or does lightning strike oh, twice? Oh, God. Does Matt Riddle turn on Pete Dunne? Please, no. Join Undisputed and they kick out Roderick Strong. Wow. Don't even say that to me. Don't, don't Get out of here with that nonsense. Do you know how hard Roderick Strong works? The bro disputed era. <laughs> get out. No. Uh, the undis... And, yeah, he works hard. What does it get him? He's not got a title, does he? Jeez. Jeez. He's got a shitty little dick. Wow. wow. I, I love Roderick Strong. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. He's one of the best. Uh, this match was a lot of fun. Uh, hats off, or sorry, shoes off for Zach Gibson and James Drake because they are awesome. Uh, I think they should be a team here. In I, I could see them being pushed to main event level, but in my opinion. They they deliver in everything they do. Like They're very they're very calculated. They have a good look. They're, Zach Gibson's phenomenal on the mic. But so many innovative moves here. Um, from from these guys, like I couldn't even name you half the stuff. The stuff I named in this match, there's so many other things they did that like I had to not say because there's just so much that they do. Very impressive from all four guys. The team of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn 
is the like the best new thing in wrestling. Like the the, oh, the promos so are so fun. The the back and forth, the odd couple, and then they get it done in the ring. I can't wait to see them fight. Oh, I think that's going to be that could be match of the night. Really, <laughs> we've been saying that about every match. That's how you know yeah. the takeover is going to be crazy. Um, so fantastic match, the Dusty Classic. This whole Dusty Classic tournament was a lot of fun. I always enjoy the Dusty yeah. Classic, which is weird considering how. WWE treats tag team wrestling mm-hmm. as a whole. But Dusty Classic, we talk about stakes. Like, you have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Well, why? Why? What are the stakes? Yeah, you get a trophy. And okay. some years, the I mean, winners have a trophy here. <laughs> some, yeah, some years they haven't even challenged. It's just been a trophy. But sure. it feels a big deal. It's this tournament that happens every year. Um, I don't know what it says about the rest of the division when it's re- like repeatedly makeshift teams. I love this. that. Wasn't it like Finn Balor and like Rhino one time? It was Finn Balor and Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah. But that led to their feud, sure. didn't it? Right. Um, That's usually how it worked. So yeah, I'm happy we didn't see but, that. We still could see them break up instantly at at the end. Say they don't win, I, but I think they should I want to see them have a good run with this and stay as a team because I think both don't have anything else to do at the moment Okay, singles. Hold on, because what if they beat Undisputed Era? What's the tag team title match at Tampa takeover? It's tough. You don't have any other teams unless it's Era again, so it is really hard. I mean, you could do... There isn't anyone up to that caliber. That's why I'm saying you could do a rematch. Yeah, like a, a th- unless three they bring teams in- or a four team thing. Or it's or it's um, Alex Shelley and Kushida yeah. somehow down the line. Yeah. yeah, okay. They could have a comeback story, which I'm super okay you with. You've got them. You've got your favorites, Breezango. Please, no. you got one, Please, two. No. Please, no. Uh, know, Dusty yeah. Classic from start to finish was cool. We had, some, we had Alex Shelley debut in a WWE NXT ring. Amazing. You had the NXT UK guys come over. I thought it was – it's a fun TV, like, a few weeks kind of – thing here we got to see gallus on the usa network get the fuck out we haven't t- talked about gallus in a long time we don't need let's to. keep let's it let's go way. to feedback <laughs> let's that's what we thought i enjoyed this week's nxt um there's one more week to take over portland so next week will be the go home show uh i enjoyed this week i will say uh, i love the wrestling but my favorite part of this week was champa and adam cole that whole segment was wow that's that's what wrestling should do it's really not hard to do that make a guy look badass champa you delivered my man you did Hey, let's let's see what other people. So thought. yeah, on the post wrestling forum forum.postwrestling.com, uh, we put up a little poll every week to see what you thought of NXT, and this week scored a seven point four four. I believe Raw on Monday got a six point eight six. Okay. So and that was including that Edge and Orton segment. I mean, the rest of the show was what all else right. Was but they you, had, you had Riddick Moss. What are you talking about? And you had Drew. Yes. Um, so let's go to Eva from London. I'll keep the comment short and sweet this week. Shayna should have won the Rumble, and that Santina <laughs> spot was just wrong on so it. many levels. Hated it. Hated that. Since Shayna didn't win, where do you see her going moving towards Mania? Beth Phoenix with the Razzie level performance trying to sell her disgust at Orton's <laughs> No, I loved it. Was hilarious. I loved it. Takeover Portland is looking stacked. Any clue what those two 520 commercials are for? Knox makes me rock. Nice. Keep up the good work, Brady and Davey. Thank you. Um, I'd love to see have sick have Shayna just radio silence until elimination chamber, and she takes out someone. She takes their spot, goes in the chamber, wins the chamber, comes out with like big heat. Hmm. She's the number one contender uh, to, for Becky. Sure, for Raw. 
Um, and then you have between like four or five weeks before That's Mania a good build. Yeah. to build it. So if Charlotte's doing the Rhea NXT thing, then yeah, that leaves Shane. You can still do I, it. <clears throat> I honestly... I like Charlotte winning the Rumble, by the way. I'm a Charlotte fan. Big Charlotte yeah. fan. And she she did a great job in that Rumble. So uh, And it, if, it, if it leads to a Charlotte v. Rhea... Awesome. Yeah. Or Bianca. Yeah. If it leads to Charlotte Bailey, no. No. That didn't make sense to me. I I'm also not I don't feel WrestleMania should be a participation award thing. Honestly, Bailey's done nothing for me. Yeah, me too. Really. I she's had for me, personally, she's had two great moments, which were her two matches against Sasha and I, uh, <laughs> I call Bailey the the Nas of of uh of wrestling. Right. Or at least, like, I don't know, maybe women's wrestling. But um, Bailey comes striking hot out of her first big, huge matchup with Sasha Banks at that takeover. Mm. Years ago, Sasha Bailey at TakeOver Brooklyn. Legendary. Some say it's the best. I think it's my favorite. If you can pick, if you want to say what's your favorite women's match of all time, I would say that match. Mm. Um, and after that, you still put on some good stuff but it's just not Nas put out this album that was amazing Illmatic and Bailey after that match she just ain't Illmatic so I just it's it's like okay and this heel turn just I mean I haven't super been watching but it's not very good not so and I've got to see some of it on that pay-per-view and at, at the Rumble and that Lacey no just no so I, I can't see a challenger for Bailey, and I kind of feel hey don't put it on the card. Yeah. If you don't have anything that deserves to be on the card. Sure, yeah. But also you do have that women's battle royal. So I reckon Bailey should defend the title in that battle royal <laughs> and actually give some stakes to it. Sure. Don't care. I'd rather that than a Bailey versus Naomi. <coughs> I agree. Bailey versus Lacey Evans or something. We go to Sam from Tennessee. Are you ready? Hey guys, first time long time. You didn't do it. First time, long time! You didn't do it. I was checking the room, yeah, sorry. You, you you let Sam down. You let Sam from Tennessee down. Sorry, Sam from Tennessee. First time, long time! There this was the first NXT episode I've been able to watch live in a month, and it was very good overall. One of these days, Triple H and Regal will learn to put extra security in the damn parking lot. Nobody is safe. Priest and Dijakovic look great in their match, and I'm interested in another Lee Dijakovic match. I was already hyped for the Champa Cole match, but that segment sent me through the roof with excitement. Could be an early match of the year contender uh, or moment of the year contender. I thought for sure that Dunn was going to turn on Riddle. However, I will not complain about them getting the chance to tear down the house with Fish and O'Reilly in a couple weeks. Good show, 7 out of 10. We go to Terry from Colorado. Great hard-hitting main event tonight. A lot of hard-hitting overall. Dijakovic and Priest was pretty good. Looking forward to Lee and Dijakovic going at it again. 7.5 Shotzi tanks out of 10. Those tanks, man. Uh, we go to Mystery. Hiya. Not much to say, but I wanted to mention that WWE is trying to portray Dakota as the big, mean, nasty heel with her feud with Tegan. They are doing an incredibly, terribly job of it. Tegan is coming across as significantly less sympathetic than Dakota in the video packages. This feud is falling apart. Question, how do you guys feel about Bailey taking shots at EO in a couple of interviews about how Sasha is the greatest wrestler wrestler, and how she, Bailey is the champ and EO can suck it? Think of, think it could be leading to something down the line, maybe after Mania or slightly before. Well, EO Shirai I, gets me high and she's taken out of action for how long we don't know. But I think that's just Bailey trying to get heat. 
I I haven't seen. I haven't seen it either. So, that shows um, that shows how much people you, care. If you can tweet us those tweets, <coughs> we'll we'll have a look at them at yeah. Up Next Podcast at Up Next Podcast. We go to Sango from Malaysia. Don't have much to say tonight. Just want to give a shout out to Caden Carter for her first televised win at Full Sail. Yes, he's hoping she and other jobbers to the stars enhancement talent enhancement talent man uh, will figure out <laughs> the next step and gain relevance in 2020 always makes me happy to see NXT's developmental talent still trying to make their mark uh, wrestling grand so Orton is totally gonna RKO Beth before Mania right okay you think the same yeah <laughs> right so we're not we're not alone here we're, we're not psychopaths that we want to see this man's wife get injured are we but- gonna have that really awkward moment where it's back to Nigel and Moro, and right. they've got to act concerned. Oh, we, we don't know uh, the status of uh, Beth Phoenix right now, but anyway, next tonight is... <laughs> should it be, like, in the beginning of a show, too? Yeah. Like, during... Beth should just know show, and everyone's well, like, where's, where's, Beth? where's Beth? And then it cuts back, and Randy Orton just got a pipe in the back, and he's like, ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> um, go for the last and one. And finally... I'm Charbel, the chosen one. Yes, not a sushi master anymore. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Interesting. We still want to try your sushi. Uh, I love NXT. We know you do. After seeing Shotzi arrive with a tank, I was scared as fuck for EO. I'm pretty sure Brady will do a heel turn on EO. <laughs> oh no! What did I? I already said I love I love Shotzi earlier today. If Davey can pick Shayna for best female superstar over Kyrie, everything is possible. Oh no! Yes, guys. After all this time, it still hurt. What a heel turn by Davey this was. To we're talking about 2018, best of. No, you're talking about. Uh... Yeah, so 2018, picked, I picked, picked Shayna over Kyrie. You're ridiculous. What's In 2018. Where did you pick this year? EO? EO, yeah. I think we all, a lot of us picked EO. Yeah. Um, Charbel's mad that I like, I like, I look, uh, I, I. This whole, sorry, this whole feedback is just about the women Charbel likes. Likes? <laughs> He's saying, right. I don't know why, but I'm falling for Knox. And now that Conchi is no more. Okay, you, you can read it, forum.postwrestling.com. Okay, so if, if Io Shirai gets me high, and I live for Liv Morgan, um, what is Shotzi Blackheart? Shotzi, Shotzi... Shotzi Blackheart Shotzi, rocks my heart. Shotzi rocks me. Because okay. said, someone said, Knox rocks me. I don't want to steal it, but Shotzi, Shotzi, uh, Shotzi's not your favorite. Charbel says something else for Knox, but I'm not reading that. <laughs> thank uh, you, everyone, for feedback. Thank you, guys. Let's, thank you, everyone, um, for listening. Uh, we do have some thank yous before we head off. I know we've been going a long time I know. tonight. What, what a show. Um, so, yes, uh, patreon.com forward slash up next. That's where you can get... Uh, access to all our bonus content we've got so much on there i think we've got about 70 shows there sign up on the first of the month to make sure you get the full uh yeah all of them february 1st if you sign up you i mean if you sign up whenever you do but we're recommending the first because you get access to all the shows we've put out on the patreon five dollars a month our north american tier gets you all access to like all these shows we just did casino royale a bond review we have shows going down there we did the royal rumble trivia game with john and way we've we've done uh so many things the trivia game was so much fun i know people want to listen to that so go check that we've done we did a wrestle kingdom show in the beginning of the year we've done so many things and going forward in february uh we're doing more best match ever we're doing uh what else are we doing uh yeah we've got best of bret hart we've got the best of edge uh we've got another bond review we'll be looking at quantum of solace we'll be doing a 
AEW review for Revolution. Yes, definitely. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah, we have so many shows. And uh, because of all the patrons and people supporting and listening like you. And hey, maybe you don't support the Patreon, but you support us by listening to this show. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. Follow the Up Next Twitter at Up Next Podcast, U-P-N-X-T. Um, I know we have some thank yous for some patrons from our patron. So I'd like to say thank you to Justin. It's just Justin. Just Justin. I don't know what your last name is, but thank you, Justin. Justin. Thank you to Brad Falk. Not F-U-C-K, but F-A-L-K. Yes. So uh, I'm sure you got a lot of flack for that. I'm sure you got a lot of fuck for that. Well, I'd say folk. Folk. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. It, it wouldn't sound up. as bad in my accent. Brad Folk. Folk. Uh, Kevin Vold. Kevin Vold. Thank you very much. Thank you to Jody Wood. And thank you to Matt Gesk. Uh, yeah, thank you all you guys because you are patrons and you help support us and help us make this show. We continue to do this show for free, essentially, Absolutely. because of the Patreon. Uh, I also want to say thank you to Malcolm Moss, to Ethan Lopez, to Eduardo Prado, and to Dwayne McAnally. Thank you so, so much for all your support. Yes, thank you. You can follow us uh, every Wednesday. We do NXT. Every Thursday on our Patreon, we do our NXT versus AEW review. So we will be having a new one every Thursday. And you can uh, find us with our Portland takeover for NXT TakeOver Portland uh, the Sunday. It's a rare Sunday takeover. It's weird. You yeah. had to take work off for this guy. Well, it's because it's not piggybacking on a... So weird. You, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm ready for this takeover. And you're like, FYI, so you know it's a Sunday. I was like... No. FFS, man. What the hell? But I'm using a vacation day for NXT. How cool am I? Right? Yes. Oh, what are you doing on your vacation day? Well, I'm going to stay home and watch NXT and then podcast about it. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, I, Braden Harrington, you can find me on all the socials. I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday with the Go Home Show to take over Portland. And uh, yeah. We'll talk to you very soon. So thank you for listening. Take care. Goodbye. And Shotzi rocks me. Ahoy! Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.